Happy Halloween again. <laughs> Texan Mexican podcast. Yellow. With some Halloween and our own review of the great global hit <laughs> remake of Dune, the movie. Yes. Exciting. You're excited? So excited. Well, you were excited. Yeah, I'm containing it now. You're cont- <laughs> That's why I'm whispering. Because okay. okay. if I talk loudly, it gets out. <laughs> <laughs> the neighbors might hear. Yeah. Don't want to disrupt them or fuck session next door. <laughs> <sighs> Shit. Let's see what happened. Uh, girlfriend and I went to the Halloween party Saturday. How was that? It was a costume party. Of course it would be. <laughs> it was great. Uh, we went as, um, I went as Saitama. I got a costume from Party City of Saitama and it's perfect, dude. Like it's, I mean, it was almost perfect. Like I couldn't <laughs> Velcro the back at all. <laughs> like the way the way I strapped it on, it's like a onesie. Uh-huh. So I just pulled it up on my shoulders and that was it because it <laughs> was going to go up my ass and into my organs if I <laughs> Velcroed the top <laughs> back part. <laughs> so I just like, well, good thing it comes with a cape. Cover up the <laughs> open ass back. <laughs> That's and uh, we're good to go. It was comfortable. <laughs> and uh, she went as Tornado. Who's a character in One Punch Man? Yes. Saitama is a One Punch Man dude. dude. The ball dude. He's the main dude of One Punch Man. In case <laughs> no one's like understanding who Saitama <laughs> is, just thought of that. Uh, Saitama is One Punch Man. Yes. He's the star of One Punch Man show. <laughs> I dressed up as him. <laughs> it was great. Came with a pullover One Punch Man mask, but it's like. You've seen it, right? It looks yeah. like a scary baby face version yeah. of his face. And it's not trying to be scary. It's just trying to be his face. It's <laughs> just extra wide and it's weird. It's like super glossy, too. Yeah, it come, came with like a cover. I think you might yeah. have saw it with the cover on. Yeah, I saw it with the cover on. Uh, but yeah, so we show up in there. We went, it was her cousins who does it like every year, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, type of thing. And it's cool, man. Like he goes hard, dude. Like, like you walk in and the first part of his house is just closed off with you know the the black lining walls or whatever he's using yeah uh sheets or whatever and then there's a giant you know mechanical wolf screaming at you like you walk in it's just you know blacked out box of a room in front of the door and then you walk through the little cut through he made and and there's a werewolf screaming at you and bathroom to the left and you walk straight, and then there's the rest of the house and the party. <laughs> he had the garage set up. Okay. Where, you know, they, they lined the whole walls with the that uh, that three mil, the, oh, the plastic? plastic rolls. Yeah. yeah that you, uh, For construction, that, and he had that, you know, and then uh, had a couple tables set up for beer pong and had a thing set up for darts on one end. Uh, and he had like a skeleton dude head with some weird wig on him, like that would like poke out of the attic hole in the garage. Like he was already in the the frame, but yep. every once in a while his head dipped down and it oh, kind of went slowly back in. Okay. And I was just like, I, I caught it you. at one point. I was like, oh, it does move. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, this is really cool, man. Everything's set up nice. And like, uh, and in his living room, he had a giant fucking uh uh. What are those music box things? Jack-o'-lanterns? Jack-in-a-box. Jack-in-a-box things. Yeah. But it was like a giant scary looking one. I mean, things like 
like his arm spans, like yeah. it came out like at a wide and 90 degrees, like that creepy, oh, I'm going to get you oh, yeah. creepy hands, uh, L-shaped arms outwards. And uh, I would say that was probably like five feet across. Oh, like he was a bit, he was size. taller than me, dude. Oh, I'm six two. Jeez. I was kind of looking up to see the rest of them. Yeah, like, I was like, damn, dude, I wonder <laughs> how much money he spent on this dude. Like, Jesus, <laughs> it sure looked really good, good, dude. Like, it wasn't like no cheap shit. Like, you know, <laughs> it, it is here. It is. Yeah. No, it's like there it is, and plus it's detailed. No, I get you. It looked good, and then he had a he had like a little mini ghost thing. Mm-hmm. Sitting, standing on top of his Roomba, uh, his little robot vacuum robot. Oh yeah, yeah. And it would just like go around. At one point, <laughs> when we first saw it, yeah. I didn't really know it was there until it, it looked like it was attacking <laughs> my girlfriend's leg. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and these other chicks were filming it and mm-hmm. uh, laughing about it. And I was okay. just like, "What? what what's, what's going, going on?" on? <laughs> and they were like, "Look, look!" And they showed us. And then when me and her were talking to someone, mm-hmm. uh, it was slowly just, you know, that slow robot movement. But oh, you have yeah. this creepy ghoul-like girl on top with her <laughs> hands out like she's going to grab you. Yeah. It just slowly, perfectly lined up with her calf. Oh, really? Just slowly grabbing it. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, it was great. It was awesome. And then people kept knocking it down randomly because it just, you know, it's yeah. randomly going through the house yeah. and there's people there must Walking have been yeah. at least 50 people there oh okay pretty uh, crowded place huh no you thought it would be no a lot of no? a lot of people hung out in the backyard he had the backyard set up oh okay it was funny he had caution tape all over the swing set and the swings <laughs> the swings off the swing set yeah like which was a good idea me and this guy were talking about it and laughing about it mm-hmm. he was like, yeah it was probably a good idea they removed the swings yeah. yeah and then replaced it with caution tape all over the place <laughs> just added more to the halloween theme yeah and then he had like two things of a uh, cornhole out, out back we played like a game the one the one dude we were playing with was keeping score like my girlfriend and i and uh her sister's boyfriend yeah. uh were playing with a. Uh, could care less we're just throwing <laughs> yeah. like all right cool man he's like oh land like we got him landslide victory and everyone's just like yeah anyways <laughs> all right oh this guy was really playing yeah <laughs> i was just throwing it dude taking it seriously yeah though. i was like Ooh. <laughs> i don't know I, I stopped caring after you said 14 to 12 i was like i don't even know how you're getting these points <laughs> i don't care man cornhole is this fucking cornhole yeah i'm like i'm just here to throw it and by the way what happened to fucking horseshoe Horseshoes are just shit now. I mean, <laughs> growing up, that was the shit. It was like cornhole. I'd rather play horseshoe, to be honest with you. But it could be because I grew up with that. But yeah. I don't know. It's it's like completely gone now. That's it's, weird. You might get hit in the face with it. Because as popular as cornhole is, if it still is, obviously it still is. <laughs> uh, that's how horseshoe was when I was a kid. Uh, I think it's just certain people, you know, the probably taste. yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was a really cool party. Uh, you know, you always get that social anxiety kicking in. Like, oh, is everyone gonna be cool? Is there gonna be oh, like okay. a fucking douchebag here? And it's just like, nah. no. Everyone was fucking cool, man. Especially like, Halloween, though. Yeah, I think that adds to the spirits, right? Yeah, I mean, no, no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> if you go in like dressed up as a costume, everybody's gonna be like, oh, you have a good fuck yeah. Everybody has that, you know. Yeah, there's like when we went to leave, mm-hmm. like this dude, this dude like dressed up as a genie coming out of a bottle, mm-hmm. and the bottle 
You know the uh, the old school genie lamp yeah. bottle, like from Aladdin. <laughs> yeah, that's around his waist, oh, and the okay. pointy bottle part is in front of his crotch, <laughs> pointing out. <laughs> so he's got this giant genie bottle around his waist. Yeah, and he's wearing a green, uh, little green vest and a little green hat. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like he's the genie coming out on top. Uh-huh. It's funny, dude. I was like, oh, that's great. And he was like doing, you know, crazy dance moves at one point with yeah. it. He's like, yeah. <laughs> like hey, humping shit. Humping with the lamp. <laughs> yeah, I had it poking out extra. Like, damn. It was funny. It's but hilarious. that dude, I didn't, never seen that dude before. When we went to leave the party, dude gave me a hug. Yeah. I, think I was just like, all right, cool, man. It, but he was one of the dudes that really liked the fact that I dressed up as Saitama. Oh, yeah. Like, I would say three or four different dudes shouted out across the party at me mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and i would just turn and you know do that yeah where he raises his fist slightly yeah standing <laughs> and i'll just do that back at him like <laughs> and then you know just quick small talk on how we like it and one yeah. dude this big dude dressed as jesus <laughs> came up to us and he's like tornado and saitama like he knew what yeah what my girlfriend was like that's how good her costume was and she made it Mm-hmm. She just got a green wig and then got an outfit that looked real close to the characters. Oh, okay. And then she cut the sides up because uh, she has the yeah. legs flared thing going mm-hmm. on. And, uh, yeah. And she pulled it off. She looked really good. Uh, what was funny is we got no pictures on our own phones. <laughs> uh, some uh, family friend that was there was had an actual photography camera is yeah. what I'm going to call it because <laughs> so, yeah, I'm ignorant in that field <laughs> no, and um, uh, she stopped and got us uh, some pictures, pictures. Uh, so cool. hopefully we can get some from her and she was cool uh, turned out to be her brother's ex oh, okay. from in the back back in the day I guess but everyone was real cool uh, real friendly yeah the guys that really appreciated that was Saitama mm-hmm. just had to come up and fist bump me yeah like that that uh, genie out of the bottle dude mm-hmm. and he went to fist bump me and I was just like alright you know for regular fist bump yeah. move and then he was like whoa 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 and I thought I thought he was gonna like get yeah. weird on me and I was just <laughs> like cause you don't know you're just first meeting people at a yeah. party and it's just like, uh, uh, and he's like, oh, be careful, man. Be careful, man. I know you got that punch or something like that. And I was like, oh, yeah, right. I forget. My like, bad. I just went with it. I was like, yeah, I forget. And I just slightly tapped it. <laughs> it was a good time, dude. It was a good vibe, dude. I was just like, wow. For sure. Yeah. I like that. Those are the kind of parties I like. I think it's it's easier like at a Halloween party. Because there's you a know, theme. The costume. Well, even then, like, right? oh, if yeah. you wear the one punch man, now I know. What to talk about with you yeah we already know how to relate with this mm-hmm. person yeah that's a very good point which is and a lot that's easier. that's a big deal when it comes to establishing a relationship with yeah. anybody is what's relatable right yeah, off the what, bat what do we have in common you know yeah and usually that's yeah that breaks the good. ice in itself don't it oh for sure yeah yeah because people got their way to shout at me and yeah. talk to me because i was dressed up like that it, dude the costume looks really good if anybody's <laughs> interested like to dress up as saitama yeah. for any reason or for next halloween party city has a good solid costume good i got it on discount too oh no nice. yeah i didn't have to pay no 60 bucks i paid like 40 oh that's not bad yeah uh, that's pretty cool i think halloween is one of those you know parties or um festivals mm-hmm. that people can relate a lot more Compared to like Thanksgiving or Christmas, like if you go to a house, it's kind of awkward. Maybe like, uh, yeah, Thanksgiving turns into. I'm sure this is everybody's family. Uh, yeah. Half the family don't care to see the other half, yeah. or it's probably even more than that. You got you always have the 
few individuals in the family that don't give a shit about seeing anybody. Yeah. Doesn't mean they don't like you. They just don't give a shit. Yeah, like that's just the way they're living life. This is who they are. Yeah. <laughs> they don't mean they don't like you, but for I would say a good chunk of you, yeah, they don't yeah. like you. That's why they don't care. Yeah. And I probably fall more in that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, it's like because I think in Thanksgiving, a lot of, a lot of comparisons. Oh, for happen, sure. And a lot of. Even a lot of Christmas. stuff that comes up that you didn't sit too well from yeah. the recent past or the pre the throughout the rest of the year that mm-hmm. led up to the you know Thanksgiving. You know, there's that shit going on. Yeah. It's like I still remember how you were towards me three months ago, yeah. you fuck. <laughs> Asked for a simple help and you cussed me out for no reason. Yeah. Fuck you. Or you know, whatever the reason is. Jesus. James. Uh but not same thing with Christmas. Oh, who got the better present or who brought the bigger box? You know, yeah, always comparing. Yeah. Christmas. Yeah. If you're that type of person to do that, no, I, I can give a fuck less. I'm just ready to go home. <laughs> like, that's, I'm that guy. I'm like, all right, we've been here. Damn. Two hours. Uh, we need to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even though I had a good time, it's just, yeah. we need to go. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, nah, but like, I feel like we're burning out here. Yeah. Nah, but I like Halloween. Because they're like, oh, your costume's pretty good. It doesn't matter what it was made from, you know, or if it was cheap, you bought it, you know, at the dollar store. It's the fact that you're in the mood and you're in yeah. that spirit of yeah. Halloween. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, I know what, what you are. Cool. Well, people appreciate it even more if you made it yourself. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It's pretty cool, though. It is cool. I do like Halloween. You too. I like it the more and more. Yeah. But yeah, because the vibe at that Halloween party, I was like, cool, man, if he... If he keeps doing this every year like he has been, like I'm, I'm, I'm showing up. Like <laughs> this is cool. Like there was a couple there dressed up as uh the guy was John Snow and I don't know who she was, but she had the similar oh, okay. attire going on. I was like, oh, King of the North. Yeah. Uh, he looked, he looked really close, yeah. dude. Speaking of dude, the dude. The there was two <laughs> guys dressed up as the dude there from the Big Lebowski. Have you watched that yet? The dude. No. The Big Lebowski. I told you to watch it weeks oh, ago. Yeah. It's on Netflix, <laughs> you fucker. You're missing out. It's a cult classic. It's but, cult. Uh, <laughs> what is it about? Uh, it's about uh, Jeff Bridges plays as the dude. He's just a guy that's just going through life. He could fuck less about doing anything the significant. Yeah. Like he's literally just, you know, has a rinky dinky apartment oh and he God. bowls on a he bowls with his friends at a, on oh, a tournament team. Oh, that one. Yeah, the Big Lebowski. Remember I was telling you about it a few weeks ago? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the bowling scene where his friend pulls yeah, out the gun. One. Yeah. Yeah. You saw that movie? No, I saw that little that section. Scene. Yeah. Oh, dude, you need to watch it. But, <laughs> okay. You remember what he looks like? Jeff Bridges' character, the dude from that scene? He's the one. Uh, the shaggy hair, the beard. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. Man, that's just like your opinion, man. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Uh... So he, the way he dresses, uh, he he wears like a particular sweater and just like <laughs> looks like pajama pants of some type. Yeah. And there was one dude that dressed just like that, but he had short hair and a beard, uh, okay. you know, clean, cleaned up on the head part. But there was an older guy that showed up in the there's because there's a lot of in the opening scene. He's wearing his uh, his nightgown robe thing. Okay. The pajamas. I, think I, know what I don't know what you call that. I don't <laughs> have one. So, uh, and he's just, you know, basic white t shirt and basic, you know, pajama pants yeah. and flip flops. An older gentleman showed up dressed like that, had the same hair, had the same beard. 
almost looked just like him. Oh, really? He was just shorter. Oh, I swear, okay. that was the biggest difference. He had the same nose, the same, <laughs> almost the same face. Oh, really? It was hilarious. And we all yelled out, dude, at him. Because <laughs> there was some weird dude that was like macking on my girlfriend. Yeah. There's always a dude macking on my girlfriend everywhere we go. It's fucking hilarious. Because <laughs> I don't care. I just go, oh, well, this is a test on her. So yeah. <laughs> not, no, I'm not losing. Right. I'm, I'm, winning I'm, either, I'm winning either way this goes. Yeah. I win. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> that's what that's what it's like to be a man. <laughs> uh, but he was like, oh, hey, at the same time, we all yell out, dude, one, two, three. And we, you know, we did it. And this is before we got sick of him. <laughs> it's just so funny, dude. And it's the same type of dude, too, that's always trying to mack on my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. It's the highly thinks of himself, no matter fucking what. That uh, like real confident. Always has highly thing, highly st- uh, stories that are real high on himself to oh, tell you. Okay. Like this guy was telling me, and I'm pretty sure he's full of shit. Uh, <laughs> he's sitting there telling me why he was he was on my end when we we're playing the uh, fucking corn toss, yeah. corn roll, whatever. Uh, and he's sitting there telling me. By the way, I don't. I never asked him anything about himself. There's a big red flag, right? Yeah. <laughs> he more than happy to tell a lot about himself <laughs> to me. That's usually a sign. Uh, he's like, yeah, you know, I've never been in retail ever in my life until uh, recently. Uh, a friend of mine who runs Spirit Halloween stores. Okay, I know. Exactly. Uh, recently asked me if uh, if I'd be one, willing to help her out and run one of her stores for her. Never been in retail ever. And she asked me to do it, and I told her, duh, 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 I'll give it a try. And she's like, I know you'll do good. And then, and then he's like, so after whatever month or whatever, he's mm-hmm. like, I'm training all the other store managers now that have been doing it for years. Uh, I have the lowest theft margin. I have the lowest loss margin overall, blah, blah, blah. Uh, like he's just somehow across the board the perfect. best, perfect, <laughs> perfect, best, best. <laughs> And he and all I did is just had fun with it. Don't know anything about retail. And I'm just looking at him like, okay, <laughs> what the fuck ever, dude. You full of shit, man. <laughs> you just fucking sitting around one day, and then someone said, "Hey, be a store manager over a fucking a very important fucking store." Yeah. At the very important part of the year, the only part of the year they're trying For to make sure. money. Mm-hmm. They're just going to throw a fucking ding dong at it. It sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. It's like, whatever, dude. Jeez. And that, and that could be true. Yeah. That, that how, that's how he got that job. But I'm not going to sit there and accept that he's somehow best across the board and he's training other people that have been doing it. Yeah. With no experience. Full of shit, man. <laughs> and he's just real high about it. And it's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, okay. Like, cool, cool, cool. I'm going to go pee and then mm-hmm. I see you again. <laughs> Yeah, it's fucking God. It's always that guy. It's always high on themselves. Me this, me that. Hey, I'm gonna hit on your girlfriend. Like Terry ass. She's just gonna treat you like shit. Right. And then it's funny because my girlfriend always says this after this happens. Yeah. She'll go, I don't get guys that that type of guy. Why they always think that uh, they can try to steal someone someone's girlfriend right in front of them. Yeah. It's like I don't know. It's stupid because. What I just say, yeah. it's win-win for me. Yeah. I'm not gonna get hurt by anything. <laughs> like you're, you're hurting yourself. 
Yeah. Think of it. Like the girl does that, goes ahead and leaves with you with some dude she knows nothing about. She knows a lot about you. Probably been together for at least a few months, maybe a year, maybe years. She's willing to do that. Yeah. She was never your girlfriend. Uh-uh. And that's a celebration. Yeah. You just dodge the bullet right She's there. She's a hoa. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. yeah, it was otherwise Halloween party was great. <laughs> it's just that there's always that dude, yeah, right? Always, always that dude, man. And oh, Ava. And what's funny is what what I was pointing out to her is what's funny about those guys is they think they can get any girl, but they showed up alone. They're alone mm-hmm. and they leave alone yeah. and they show up to the next gig alone and then again and <laughs> live in life alone. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, where is this? Where are you getting high on your I don't see it. Man. Yeah. Your reputation people. never presides you. <laughs> no. People proceed like you. that. Did I say that wrong. Proceed. Proceed. Jesus. That's but oh yeah. well. Yeah, anyways, <laughs> Halloween party was great. And yeah. Uh any Halloween festivities over the weekend for one? No. No. I don't celebrate it. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, you're Catholic. That's well, I've devil never celebrated growing up we didn't celebrate Halloween. Y'all, y'all got whipped around Halloween. Oh, yeah. We had to whipped do the devil out of you. What we called a fall festival at church. Oh, which is how pleasant on my ears. Thing. <laughs> is that supposed to be a nice way of celebrating October? Yeah. Halloween specifically. Because oh. that's the devil's day. According to them, when? <laughs> 200 years ago? <laughs> when it's been a thing since 2,000 years ago that so. they can at least trace? Yeah, but yeah, it's funny. Yeah, it is. It just, you know, it was engraved in my head not to celebrate. But I like it. Don't don't get me wrong. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I love. You made Halloween. that clear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was saying, I was like, damn, we could have got you and our and her, uh, my girlfriend's other friend that y'all could have easily went and just just bought a mask or something. Yeah. Because she, I know she told y'all like, uh, well, if you don't have a costume, you're gonna get fucked with. Turns out there was like three or four dudes that just showed up like dressed nice. Yeah. Oh. Like fucking losers. <laughs> <laughs> I would have taken a two-piece like, tuxedo. Oh, are you too cool, man, to mingle <laughs> and be the rest, be like dress up silly and just be silly for a night? Too cool for that, man? <laughs> I would have gone has James Bond, just in a tuxedo. In a suit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're like, I'm Bond, James Bond. <laughs> yeah, and have, you could do it. Be like the like Mexican that. version. Yeah. Yeah. Juan, Juan Boyd. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jaime. Bond. Jaime Bond. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I could have done that. Yeah, that would have been great, dude. Next year. Next year, for <laughs> real. I'll, I'll, I'm taking your ass if you don't have plans. <laughs> it was fun, dude. It was good. No one was. There was no bullshit anywhere. It was just mm-hmm. people are just being silly, and then some people were just chilling, and then it was vice versa. You know, it was just every yeah. other group was silly. Other group was just chilling. That's pretty cool. Yeah, though. there was a couple there that was dressed as a. a Bar of soap and a loofah. <laughs> but the girl was the pink loofah. Oh my goodness. It was just a big puffy pink balls. She's little, you know. Yeah. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> I gonna... There was couples that did shit like that. There oh, was really? another one that was something similar. I can't remember what it was. We're going like ketchup and mustard. Yeah, like, like we were supposed to last year. Yeah. Yeah. Salt but we didn't. We you bought know, the so costumes though. <laughs> hey, I have it if you want to wear it. I don't think I'll fit in there. <laughs> She's got mustard. I got the ketchup one. <laughs> Uh, you'll probably fit in her mustard one. Yeah, I'll take the mustard. But yeah, it's cool, man. Uh, there was, you know, one couple there. They were dressed up like Wild West 
like, oh, okay. like hardcore. Mm-hmm. Like she was dressed in that, those type of dresses they wore where the back uh, came out okay. and it was red. That, yeah. that style. I know. It's, it's everything. Almost. It was like, wow, that's looked pretty authentic. That's pretty cool. Uh, both of them did. Yeah. Was, people didn't fuck around. One dude came as Michael Myers. He had the mask and the, the overall things. Yeah. It looked good. Uh, yeah, it was cool. <laughs> Next year. I'll yes. Give it a shot. Yes. Maybe I'll have someone by then. Nah, who am I kidding? date? <laughs> Dude. Oh, there was this girl that was by herself there. I was like, ooh, one. <laughs> <laughs> but and no. She looked like she was looking to mingle. Because <laughs> she was real talkative. Oh, really? Yeah. No, we got she didn't know who I was. She's like, I'm sorry. I just don't know who you are. And she said that in front of like two other guys. And yeah. one of them being uh, my girlfriend's sister's boyfriend. Uh, who is, I feel like saying hardcore anime is an understatement for uh, him. Because <laughs> he was like, oh, dude, I know all animes. He's like, he started naming them off. He's like, and I was like, I barely know. I recognize a few of those. Yeah. I haven't really seen them. He's like, what? He's like, and then he pulls out his phone. Mm-hmm. He's like, I made a list, and and you didn't even see the bottom of the list. It's like you could just tell that the screen kept going. kept going. Yeah, I was like, dude, we're like, both of us were like, damn. He's like, yeah, he's like, just hit me up. I'll, I'll know what to tell you next. He's like, Cowboy Bebop, Ghost in the Shell, and then he was naming off a bunch of other ones I don't know nothing about. Yeah, like I barely know those just because they're so popular, popular and they've yeah. been around for a while. That's I, funny. I just hear it from other friends. <laughs> I did like Ghost in the Shell movie though. Yeah, that was a pretty good movie. It wasn't bad. I know people, the fan of the cartoon show, hated it, but lucky okay, for me, you. I don't know nothing about those. So. <laughs> <laughs> Man, all right, Dune movie review. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. I figured we started off with um, for a lot of us aren't too familiar with Dune. Like I was kind of familiar with dune only with the 1984 movie so, which made me hate the idea of dune <laughs> yeah which is not fair at all to uh, frank herbert the guy who wrote the books yeah um and uh by the way if you want to watch the old one they have it on hbo i watched it a couple weeks before they released the new one uh, it was it was fun <laughs> it, it's uh, it's one of those movies man it's 1984 and as you're watching it, you're just like, damn, this was ambitious. Like, For they, were, sure. <laughs> they were pushing the boundaries, like, big time. Yeah. <laughs> like, big time. In a lot of ways, it kind of pulled off. In some ways, it's just like, no. And that's probably a large part due to how far they strayed off from the yeah. actual story. Oh, uh, okay. For me. For you, yeah. Because what I've done before this new one has come out is I've watched those that YouTuber channel mm-hmm. I mentioned in the last episode, uh, Quinn's ideas. Okay. Uh, he's got now. Last I checked, he uh, he has like a hundred and twenty videos on Dune, explaining the the history of Dune to certain groups of Dune. You know, politics, religion, anything and everything about Dune. And he has a separate videos for him. That's cool. He even has like thirty minute to hour long guides to the actual books themselves. Mm-hmm. Basically, you're watching a giant summary. Okay. So. Be careful. You watch the Ultimate Gods. It'll, it spoils everything if you're not into that. <laughs> I watched most of the... I watched the whole God for the first one. So, okay. But, dude, it's a good story, man. So now that I know what's actually going on, and then some, even past 
the way past the first two books i've even gone that far oh it gets fucking crazy like <laughs> dune overall yeah yeah real crazy but that's funny but uh so the what i wanted to po- start off with is like frank herbert's reason why he wrote dune okay and uh oh do you have the cord yeah, it's, right there in so the it's like a quick little snippet of one of his interviews he did a long time ago if i had to guess it looks like it's from the 70s, 70s. before early he, 70s he died and he wrote these books through the 60s. Yeah, I want to say he died... In the 20s. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Farther back. He aged backwards. <laughs> uh, I want to say late 80s, early 90s. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, we could just Google it, right? Might have been 93, you know. Let's nah, reincarnated Wait. in this. <laughs> Came back as a dragonfly. A <laughs> dragonfly. Let's see. Of course, he's the second name that pops up when you type in Frank. 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 And he's known for other science fiction books that are highly praised, too. Oh, really? Uh, not just... Dune's just the main one because he wrote a total of six. Uh, what are we looking at? Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. He died fairly young, I think. Age 65. He died... Uh, February 11th, 1986. So Dang. two years right after that poopy version of Dune came out. <laughs> I mean, it's fun to watch, though, if you just want to. 65, that's pretty pretty old, I tell you. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. Born 1920 and passed away in 1986. Uh, yeah. So, that's so weird. Yeah, so the idea of what, why he wrote these books was to show basically human behavior human patterns okay uh how we're just destined to repeat and uh he'll 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 really i'll let him just describe it himself in this little snippet we're gonna play um we'll get to it because otherwise i'm just yapping like a ding dong here we go all right just tell me when it's on all right let me get it on, make sure there's no ads. I don't want to play, you know, free ads. I got play. Are you ready? No ads. Nope. Okay. Uh, I just want to let people know the YouTube channel. Okay. The YouTube channel is Dune Info. It's one word. Uh, Dune is capitalized. Info is capitalized, but it's, you know, typed as one word. And the title of the video is Frank Herbert Interview on Dune. It's a minute and 25 seconds long. All right. It's a pretty much, if you want to know why he wrote it and what Dune's all about, mm-hmm. here it is. Historian. I've seriously considered being a historian. And while I was in the throes of this decision, I came on the idea that leaders <clears throat> oh, that's amplify the mistakes. Their, their mistakes are amplified by the numbers who follow them without question. And charismatic leaders tend to build up followings, power structures. And those power structures tend to be taken over by people who are corruptible. I don't think that the old saw about uh, power corrupting and absolute power mm. corrupting absolutely is accurate. I think power attracts the corruptible. Dune is conceived of as a, as a planet that is totally desert, so that water on it is the metaphor of, say, oil here. Uh, very appropriate at the moment. Uh, it is a metaphor of uh, clean air, metaphor of water itself, I mean, potable water. 
and it's a metaphor for the shortages that we are encountering because of overpopulation. Mm. And the story is uh, told in uh, in terms of the of people who are recognizable. You'd recognize these people, but they live in a culture that is somewhat different. And for those of you... Oh, and then there's a second interview snip. I think it's interesting. It's about four minutes long. I think it's interesting. It gives you more insight of how he was... He became who he is okay. after he wrote Dune and all that. Because that's what this next four-minute clip is. It talks about, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to hear it? If you want yeah. to. Yeah. I think, like the, it's, it's. <laughs> I think the listeners will find it interesting. So this next one is uh, uh, the title to the video is called Dune, Arthur, Frank Herbert on Environmentalism. Wow. Okay. My little tongue. He said Every this in, also in the title. He said this in the 70s. Okay. Um, the YouTube channel is called Secrets of Dune. Oh. Okay, so we'll play this little clip and then we'll go right into our little review. Please, please. And for those of you who thought that science fiction was some star-crazed person sitting down and making up a whole bunch of stuff, that ain't the way it works, does it, sir? No, it is not the way it works. I mean, doesn't it relate, really? Don't you start on a base of contemporary understanding or historical understanding and then work out from there? We look at history and we look at uh, anthropology uh, well, a, a good reading for you is uh, the number of university courses that use Dune as a textbook. Um, anthropology, architecture, uh, political science, uh, economics. How did you learn about all of these things? You, you didn't study at the universities for 22 years and you don't have five PhDs. I don't I have even a know hand. if you got a BS or an MA. <laughs> I have a hand which is capable of knocking on doors. <laughs> no, seriously, how, how did you, I mean, you really must like that be. Answer either one of the smartest men on earth or one of the most curious who finds out about things? I'm curious, extremely curious, and I became an investigative reporter very early on. An investigative reporter who didn't just react. I wanted to know, I wanted to dig, and uh, that's a wonderful resource. You're continually being educated. You know this, I'm not telling you anything new. But I mean, when you were a kid, were you a scientific uh, a, a genius kind of a brat that no. went around building windmills and uh, uh, winning science fairs and all that sort of thing? Oh no, nothing like that. I was a 4-H kid uh, who milked cows in the morning and night, <coughs> uh, who uh, uh, did all kinds of odd things, uh, like hoeing gardens. <laughs> what, what, are your, what, as you, as you, uh, uh, we got older, 18, 20, 22, 24. What, what were your reading habits like, aside from being Very a working Catholic. newspaper man? Very Catholic. Uh, I would follow a, a line of endeavor, a line of reading, a line of interest, until I, had, I felt I had exhausted it. Um, I started working for newspapers when I was 17, though. Uh, I had a, a replacement, uh, summer replacement job for people who were on vacation when I was 17 on a daily newspaper. Uh, I was very lucky. I had a, uh, a high school instructor who ran his high school journalism class the way a city desk is run. So by the time I was 17, I knew how to be a professional journalist. And if you catch us young, you know, train us early. But there's something about your imagination, your, the special vocabulary that you've created. It's, it's what I think the literary critics call the leap of imagination. It goes beyond just step one to step two. Well. Uh, I've done many things. I have a very checkered career, and I've, I've looked for jobs 
that taught me things. I've been a speechwriter and researcher for a United States senator, for example. That's where I learned politics. Um, I was a ghostwriter for S.I. Hayakawa, Sam Hayakawa. Uh, that's where I learned uh, semantics. Uh, one of the places I learned semantics, I already knew something about it. Um, I was a newspaper writer for years uh, with uh, an investigative reporter's nose. I'm, um, I I'm a believer in the high energy life. I just say we have to shift from non-renewable energy to renewable energy. And we have to start taking the steps now. We really do have to start taking those steps now. <clears throat> this is what we're looking at. The federal government says we have 40 years, approximately, of fossil fuels. Now let's say that their figure is accurate, give or take 10 years. <clears throat> that is not a significant figure until you start looking at the depletion until you start looking at what happens when you're halfway there. Uh, what happens to the price of the remaining fossil fuel? What? We have the latitude to do enormous changes in this society. We have the energy resources to make these changes. However, these are not simple changes I'm talking about. No, they're not. <coughs> no, they're not really simple changes. Uh, <coughs> we're just going to have to bite the bullet on some things and say this is going to cost us. I say frequently that I do not want to be put in the position, and I refuse to be put in the position, of having to tell my grandchildren, and I have grandchildren, I'm sorry, there's no more world for you. We used it all up. That's in the early 70s, bro. <laughs> but, I mean, dude's smart, and that, that fierce, there's no questioning what Dune's about after hearing those two clips, I think. Uh, <laughs> What are you thinking, Juan? You what? look like you're in deep thought after I that. I am. What, what's going on? No, I'm just what's just going on, buddy? Trying to take in everything he said. Were you impressed by him? What yeah, he was ahead of his time. I'll, I'll say that for sure. Smart dude. What is, you know, just the outlook on life and how to approach things. For sure. Boy, you, no journalist, young or old today, even sounds remotely like that guy. No, he was pretty. It's basically what he pointed out in the first part where he says, instead of reacting, I actually dug more. Okay. And that's all you got today is react and then, hey, let's. I, I need Juan to react with me. Therefore, it increases my career. Yeah. I'm trying to take that, something All the out. people who reacted to my article gets nothing out of it, but I get more money and more jet flyer miles and yeah. Get to act snobby and snooty to the rest of society. That's basically what journalism's turned into. Yeah, it is. It's a group of stupid ass snobs who think they fucking know something, or, and they think they know how things should be run. It's like, first of all, you don't know anything. That's why you're a journalist. Yeah, <laughs> you're supposed to find out how it works, not just. Well, I have a predetermined mindset. I'm gonna go ask Juan how he wakes up every morning. I'll, I'll, I'm offended by how he wakes up every morning because that's not how I live life. Yeah. That's what it's turned into. It's basically communism newspaper yeah. journalism. That's what it is. It's spread my ideas or die. That's Pretty what it's come off as. It, uh, I know Denzel Washington, the reporter, said, oh, do you, like, do you read the news? He's like, no. I wish they would speak the truth more. That's what I care for. She's like, but why? She was like, y'all just want to be the first. It yeah. doesn't matter if it's right or wrong. You just want money from yeah. your actions. But yeah. I like him. He said, I like to dig in first and then, you know, present whatever he wanted to, you know, Exhaust present. Exhaust it. Mm -hmm. Exhaust it. Yeah. I like Wouldn't that. You like it. Yeah. Shite. 
All right. Now the movie. Now the movie. <laughs> All right, Juan. Well. You start off. You. Okay. Well, you. I've seen the old one and the new one. Juan's only seen the new one that's come out, which is fucking great. For me, it was great. Uh, after n- learning the, the lores and history and how this first book plays out, uh, it was pretty good, man. It was really good, especially compared to the, the first, the first attempt. <laughs> Uh, like I said, it's fun to watch, but it I wouldn't like watch the old one thinking you're, it's going to get you into it because yeah. it, it had opposite effect on me when I was a kid. I was just like, fuck, whatever Dune is, I don't get it. I don't care. <laughs> like that movie did not help. <laughs> it just shows you, but it was real elaborate shit going yeah, on. Yeah, for but, sure. Uh, but yeah, this remake is great. First off, the cast, every person cast it in this movie, mm-hmm. I think was a perfect fit. Yeah. Like I didn't have any issues except for like at first I was, I had to get used to, uh, Paul Trades, the main character, uh, his mom. Oh yeah. yeah. I don't know what it was. I just had to like, I, like I guess at first she didn't look like the part mm-hmm. and then she just became the part for me. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense. She, right away. She didn't look the part like as the mother of this guy. Yeah. I don't know why I can, I really didn't get too crazy with that thought. Just felt it. Okay. But uh, after a while, I was like, "Yeah, I li- I'm digging her. Like, <laughs> I like it. Like, everybody did a great job acting wise. Uh, the casting was great. Uh, well, I guess we'll start off with how it uh, starts. How did it start, huh, James? So it starts with <laughs> so the title, <laughs> the planet, planet Dune, which is also known as its actual name is Arrakis. I think uh, it's also known as Dune, but that's more of a nickname from what I've gathered. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a, official name is Arrakis. So at Dune is the only planet in the whole known universe where spice melange is produced. This is a substance that's produced maybe by the worms, something with the worms in the sand. Mm-hmm. I want to say it's the worms some some somehow, but uh, I haven't gotten that far. <laughs> uh, and it's not in this movie so far. Uh, uh, so that spice is the reason why deep uh, interstellar space travel can exist. Because in the world of Dune, uh, artificial intelligence never became a thing. And there's an actual history to that. And I can explain it real quick. Yeah. If you want. Okay. Go, go for it. Go uh, for it. All right. So in the world of Dune, the what was called thinking machines. It was never called artificial intelligence. So there's thinking machines that men, other men would use, like uh, what people would use to, that's how people got around with deep space travel because yeah. the calculations were spot on. Yeah. Um, and all this and that. Well, what happened was other guys were using thinking machines to enslave other people. Oh, okay. This is what eventually created what is called in the Dune universe, the Butlerian Jihad. And, um, it's basically a religious type movement to rid the known universe of all thinking machines. Cause they see it as a crutch for humanity. Instead of bettering yourself, Mm-hmm. You you allow yourself to be dumb and oh, just pressing okay. buttons. Yeah, it's yeah, a crutch. Yeah. Oh, what's two plus two? I don't know. I'll hit this button instead. Mm-hmm. That just to dumb it down real quick. 
so that caused this jihad and this group went around and gaining support i guess too because you need a lot of people for shit like that right yeah <laughs> and uh, they went around and conducted wars if they had to and destroyed all thinking machines okay all set for one that was an ai system on its own self-aware ai system that uh, somehow uploaded its brain to another location Mm -hmm. during the last battle or whatever something like that and so that's the only thing that survived thinking machine was okay but you don't know where it goes after that or what happens to it for a very long time Uh i'm talking like thousands of years jeez yeah so so thus fast forward to dune this is the reason why you don't see robots you're not ever going to see robots you're not going to see anything remotely close to ai okay because it was banned and the punishment for anyone trying to tinker with such a th- technology is immediate death. Dang. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, yeah, so I hope that brings everyone up to speed of why you're not going to see robots ever or, or anything artificial intelligence-wise. Yeah. So thus, that brings us back to why is spice so important? Well, spice is this organic thing you can consume for... There's a group called the Spacing Guild... <laughs> In, <laughs> in Dune. And they're the only group mm-hmm. that has a monopoly on deep space travel. Deep space. They're capable of folding space. Okay. Like they can leave Earth and show up in front of Mars in a blink of an eye. Okay. But the only way they can do that is one of them, certain members of their group, mm-hmm. uh, ingests spice. So much spice, it actually alters their... Uh, Human-like, yeah, anatomy. And uh, they actually become, like, aquatic, like, fish-looking dudes. Okay. But not, like, they don't look cool. They look disgusting. (laughs) Like, they don't look remotely human anymore. They're, like, they look like giant fish things. Okay. They have to be in an aquarium that constantly feeds them spice. Uh, Like, a nice balance of it constantly through this liquid. They got to, they're now a fucking thing in an aquarium, right? Yeah. As I slam on my phone. (laughs) Um... So this is how they do deep space travel with spice is they consumed it so much that they have developed with their own organic brain the ability to calculate and thus deep space travel. Oh, okay. Extremely accurate. Nice. Because uh, what happened after the thinking machines away, like a very long, many, many centuries went by where humans weren't able to deep space travel. Mm-hmm. Because there's no AI. And people that would try would end up dead or you, you never saw them again. Okay. Because they're calculating with their own brains. And no one was you know, capable of such calculations, right? Yeah. There's so much to this dune <laughs> that I'm starting to realize I'm explaining <laughs> it to you. <laughs> you can tell I've been watching my videos. I know. Uh, but, yeah, that's just to explain how deep space travel works in the world of Dune. Dude. So they have to go to the Spacing Guild, this group. Mm-hmm. The only group that's capable of doing this because they dedicated themselves to just spice like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you got to get with them. And then they have a giant, like, hollow-out cylinder of a spaceship mm-hmm. that folds space. And I guess all your spaceships go inside of it, and that's how you travel. Oh, okay. Yeah, you have to go through them if you want to get to another planet. Right. Are you, are you, if you're not good with them, you ain't getting off the planet you're on. Yeah, I get you. Period. Uh, and yeah, so that's the world of Dune. 
and that's why spice is so important because it only comes from one planet mm-hmm. and the spice stops everything stops yeah the con the universal the the emperor in the world of dune controls all of the known universe that is the empire yeah oh, okay the known universe every world that has a civilization on it is part of this empire okay um and so if the spice stops so does the economy mm. so does everything there's nothing going between anybody oh yeah true because that's the only way you're traveling with space and guild that's the only way you're doing it because there's no artificial intelligence to be had it's not even allowed jeez yeah which is i could see that happening dude can you yeah in a way but uh we'll focus on the movie though uh, <laughs> We'll do Dune lore shit on another episode, uh, uh-huh. which is all fascinating <laughs> stuff that he came up with all this. But he's, you know, based off of an actual reality. But um, so in the world of Dune, so the opening scene is, which was pretty cool, like the House of Trades home planet, which is called Kaladin. <laughs> I'm not yeah, good with names. <laughs> it's called Kaladin. Uh, that's the home planet of House of Trades, the good guys in the movie. Uh Duke Leto, played by, um, um, fuck, why am I spacing out on his name? Poe? I don't know. The guy that played in the new Star Wars movies as the pilot. Yeah, I forgot his name. I I usually know his name. Isn't it Oscar Isaac or something like that? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I think it is. He's Duke Leto. Fucking superb job. Superb job. He like this caring father who's realizing in this for in this take of Dune, which isn't too far off the mm-hmm. the storyline, is the the Emperor. So the Dune is being harvested by House Harnikin. Yeah, which they've been doing it for at least eighty years. They're insanely wealthy from it, um, and they're ordered out of nowhere to leave, and House Atreides is going to take over. Okay, but the plan is is. The Emperor is jealous of House of Trades' growing influence. On top of that, the rumors around the whole universe of the Empire is uh-huh. that House of Trades' soldiers can rival his special forces a legion, which is the Sardaco, Sardacus, Sardacos, Sardarkers. <laughs> I can't fucking remember how to say that name. <laughs> but those are the elite <laughs> legions yeah. in the movie for the, from the Emperor. Uh-huh. And um, so this this pisses off the emperor. He's a jealous fucker. Yeah. And so the plan is to make it look like House of Trades is gonna take it over for no reason whatsoever, other than he's just making that switch, right? Uh-huh. But the real reason is is the emperor is setting them up for to be annihilated. Mm-hmm. So they're gonna get on the planet, right? And, and they're now over. responsible for providing spice to the rest of the known worlds, which okay. is hundreds. Yeah. So it's a big deal. It's a big deal. So in the movies, there's this doom and gloom, which I liked because they knew this shit. Because he even said it himself at one point, uh, Duke Leto. He's like, because if this doesn't work out, we're going to get at, we're at war. Yeah. Like, this is what this is. And House Harnikin purposely sabotaged things and shit, made it where they couldn't even collect spice right away and shit like yeah. that. And uh, And then... Yeah, so the movie opens up with them being handed Dune, mm-hmm. which was a cool scene. It's like a whole ceremonial scene, and uh, but there's always there's an eeriness to it, isn't it? Yeah, like 
like the people that are that showed up to hand it over to them mm-hmm. it's like they all know what's really going on yeah for like, sure <laughs> yeah you guys are dead like yeah like you get that vibe don't you like yeah. all right there's something wrong man this is not good yeah like it should be good but it's not like the vibes <laughs> from everybody that's not house of trades you know yeah it, it was obvious for me and i thought that was good but that doom and gloom atmosphere when they arrive on Dune to take over and they're discovering all these problems one after the next after the next was really good, I thought. Yeah. Because in the original version, even the original movie version uh, in the book, it's like they get comfortable when everything's feeling all right. Oh, okay. It's not like this doom and gloom uh-huh. until it's the attempt on Paul Trady's life with the uh, Seeker. Yeah. Hunter Seeker, is that what it was called? Wasn't that a great scene? It was height. It was height. Where that that needle thing came into his room? Yeah, through the. Then it freaked you out. Eyes. I was like, what? I thought it was a camera at first, like spying on him. Yeah, and just coming floating around, yeah. taking pictures. Fuck no, dude. That thing came out first. with a needle. <laughs> but that thing like is designed to go shoot into your body, hit the nearest nervous system, and travel up. Oh really? Yeah, and that's how it kills you. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's it sounds like it's horrifying. <laughs> so yeah, so they're they're on Dune, right? And they're getting trying to get situated, trying to figure out how to start producing spice at mm-hmm. the levels they're supposed to be producing it. And that's also a problem too, because you can only harvest for so long, and then you got to hurry up and pick up the harvester before the worms swallow it. And the worms are coming as soon as it lands. Mm-hmm. Because they don't like vibration. <laughs> <laughs> nope. But uh, I thought that uh, was really good, too. That scene. Yeah, when they, they go to rescue. Yeah, they go to check out the harvester to see how it works in action, how mm-hmm. they get picked up at the last minute before the worm eat, tries to eat them. Yeah. And then the idea is they harvest literally up to the last minute and then get picked up by another ship with big-ass balloons, which yeah, I thought much. was cool. <laughs> like the balloons inflate when they go to take off like it just shows up as a ship attaches itself Mm -hmm. to the harvester and then these giant balloons just inflate out of nowhere but in this case one of the chains didn't connect right yeah and then they had to go down and rescue the crew and then timothy over there getting a vision or didn't he inhale spice yeah, he's yeah he's in hell because it's in the air. Yeah, and it starts fucking with him. That's when it starts fucking with him the first time. Yeah, and he's already been trained under Benny Jesserit ways. Now Benny Jesserit <laughs> is another group <laughs> of women. For thousands of years, they have been uh, practicing like hardcore mental training stuff that gives them the ability called the voice yeah for people who are familiar with star wars it's very similar to the uh jedi's ability to manipulate people Mm -hmm. through commands like you will let us go similar to that but a lot different different. yeah like she can make you come to her yeah yeah which she shows very hardcore (laughs) like it's instant too isn't it one scene yeah yeah that um uh, was it a scene with uh, where he's getting tested? His hand in the box. I forget what the box is called. The Mara box or something. I want to say Pandora's box, but it's not. Might as well be right. <laughs> it deals a lot of pain, and it's to test him to see if he's able to 
control his control emotions. his emotions. Yeah, because she's holding a poison dart to his neck. The moment he fails, he's dead. Yeah, because they're all about total control over their students, especially someone like him. Because he's a mistake, right? Yeah. Are you familiar with this part? Yeah, I right. think he was supposed to be born a, a woman. Yeah, his mom whatever. was only supposed to produce women because. Uh, so the Benny Jester, when I was mentioning for thousands of years, they've been doing this hardcore training and meticulous breeding too. They're trying to produce the ultimate, uh, I forget what they call themselves other than the group is Benny Jester, right? Mm-hmm. The ultimate, uh, something Tenerak or something like that. Somebody like that. Kasak, Tenerak, Petrak, Tetrak. <laughs> Uh, meaning he's going to be the ultimate motherfucker of that type of person. The ability to see uh, all humans that lived in the past that's in your DNA. Okay. Like he'll be able to see all of it. Uh, Like he can live like Juan's memories and feel what you felt. Every uh, step. Literally live your life inside his head. Like he could potentially get to that point. From what I understand, that could be butcherness. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, for those who are real familiar with Doom, just take it easy on me. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, but the idea is like right away, he's able to see potential past in the near future. Mm-hmm. And it's getting to the point because of the spice, as you see throughout the movie, uh, he, the spice is actually enhancing his abilities. He's even able to see even farther into the future to the point where he tells his mom hey i know you're pregnant yeah she's only three weeks in right or something like that like there's no way in hell anyone knows it she was like i I barely know myself right she barely was guessing it Mm -hmm. and she's like what and i so yeah shit like that so it gets cray cray cray. (laughs) uh in a cool way but yeah what 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 scenes did you like Cause that that needle part, that hunter seeker thing, fucking had me on the edge of my seat, dude. Oh really? Well, I know the scene from the other movie, and in the old one, I thought it was they did a decent job for 1984. Like this thing that's just floating and looking for its target to kill you, and it's just like, damn, dude. (laughs) But no, the new one's like even scarier because it's just like this little needle-like looking thing. Yeah, almost looks like it's from the Matrix. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that thing that goes in his belly. It looked like a hummingbird when yeah. I first saw it. That's yeah, it has like it these dangling needles too, or whatever yeah, it, it was. was just Blades. One. Just one needle out yeah. the front. That's what I saw the needle from. But yeah, that thing's designed to just. It's, it goes off of movement. That's why he stood still. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you caught that. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's but why he yeah. went to the hologram. Yeah. What's some of the scenes Juan like thus far into this movie? Into this part that yeah. you're talking about? Into what sure. part? Or, yeah. We no, I don't keep want to spoil it in order. Or? Yeah, that's why. Are we keeping it in order? Yeah, yeah. We'll keep it in chronological order as best we can, even though I, I kind of jumped on two of the scenes. Let me let me go watch it real quick. And I'll tell <laughs> you. <That's good. laughs> you still have oh, no. He did have it playing when I got here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, up to that point. And that, 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 that. Okay, let me. When no. you first see Batista's character, because that's soon after. Soon after that, or just within all those scenes. When did he pop, first pop up? It's when he's uh, talking to his uncle, the Baron. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. It's when you first see. I think it's well, you see him when they're explaining Dune and the Spice World, and he's checking mm-hmm. out 
the spice collections they have in this field, which is a shitload. Yeah. Shitload of harvesters everywhere. <laughs> and he's just like, yeah. And they're talking, it's talking about how horse, how uh, <laughs> horse too, too. Slow down. <laughs> it's in the beginning, they're explaining how Hiles Harnikin has become so wealthy due to them having spice total control over Dune or being the ones that collect for the universe. Mm-hmm. No. I don't know. I was just taking it all in at that point. Yeah. When I saw Batista, I was like, okay, let's see where he goes. I just thought if he was a bad guy, that's what I oh, he is. thought. Yeah. He is, I mean, he's lopping off heads later. Yeah. Like, that's why. <laughs> like, he does not care. Like, But that just shows you that's who mm-hmm. House Harnikins are. Yeah. Like, they, they're here to take everything and they'll kill everything. Yeah. Those are the two things they do, basically. And that's it. Or it's out for that. I mean. Did you like the way he portrayed the character, Robin? Robin. Ray, Rabin? Yeah, I liked it. Which is basically who that character is. Just a mad nut that just wants to kill and take, be in control, control. of the spice. It just threw me off as he was still not in charge. Like, he gave off that vibe. Like, I'm not yeah, in control, but I'm still... He's just a commander that yeah. carries out his uncle's orders. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. That's the vibe I got from him. Yeah, which is know. what it is. Yeah, no, that was up to that point. That's all. I don't have a favorite scene up to that point. Well, I mean, what, how did you feel about that scene? Did you like it? Like the when that's because that's when you first see the Baron. The Baron, the first scene. Yeah, I was kind of. He's uh, like, because remember, he's bitching. He's acting all nice at first, and then he goes, yeah. "Why the fuck are we giving up the Dune for these the House of Trades? It's yeah. not fucking fair." <laughs> and he's like, "Fucking running a tantrum yeah. out of nowhere." That was good portrayal of that character because that's who he's really? supposed to be. Yeah, just this nut oh, that okay. wants it all for himself. Uh, and that's basically what the Baron is. Yeah. Glutton. The Baron. He represents, uh, is that the right word? Glutton? I don't know. What, gluttony? I don't know that word. <laughs> just takes too much of everything. That's yeah. what Baron represents. Oh, okay. Thus, that's why he's this fat fuck that has to hover yeah, to get around in yeah, his, and his spine. I would, all the scenes where I was just up uh, oh, the the first scene that actually caught my attention was when they were in the Baron actually was eating on the table with the Dune naked. Uh, Duke Duke yeah, Leto Duke, naked. Yeah. You said Dune. I keep saying Dune. <laughs> where the Duke <laughs> the Duke. <laughs> yeah, he's laying there paralyzed from yeah. the sh- shot he got from the backstabbing doctor. Yeah, which threw me off. The doctor threw me off. I expected something fishy going on, but I was like, mm, yeah. I thought it was going to be the other, the other commander, the Thanos. <laughs> yeah, Thanos. Josh Brolin. That's what I thought. And that might have be been because I said something. Yeah, because I was trying to guess by the pictures, but yeah. <laughs> it didn't dawn on me. It's like, no, duh, the doctor's not even on there, and I knew it was the doctor. <laughs> it's like, duh, he has a dot on his head because it represents um, imperial conditioning. Oh, okay. Meaning he's not supposed to like stray from loyalty whatsoever uh, okay but in this case actually in the dune universe the baron is the first case of him breaking an imperial condition person uh, okay. like first ever okay like it's supposed to be impossible i get you. yeah something like that hmm. uh, grain of salt yes <laughs> for real <laughs> but no that was the first scene but no i thought it was just brolin the first guy that was gonna tr- trade yeah. because of what he said yeah, because I fucking said And I was something. like, I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting yeah, for it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I think it's him. <laughs> and Dumbass, not. it's the doctor. It it's always the doctor. the doctor. 
Yeah, and this one, they didn't really show the doctor too much other than the he's the one that portrayed him, basically. Well, he showed him fixing the kid at first. Checking on him, and then he's giving him, like, hey. Yeah. He's like, hey, you know, be careful, because they'll have their own agendas with you. Yeah, and then it was, he checked on the kid. I'm going to call him the kid (laughs) twice. Yeah, Paul Trades. One at his home planet, and the other one in a new planet after he he took in the spice. Uh, Remember? Yeah. After he was like, the harvester. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's right. He was like, he'll, he'll be okay. Yeah. And it's the same scene where Duke Leto first meets one of the main guys of the Freeman. The Freeman? Freeman. 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 I keep Freeman. one. I say that two different ways. Where all Jason time. Momoa appears. I like how they spit. And that's the funny part. <laughs> Wasn't that interesting? <laughs> They're like, what? Yeah. And Josh Brolin's like, don't you disrespect the Duke fuck. <laughs> And uh, was it Jason Momoa is like, no, that's that means a lot. Like yeah. He's given up uh, hydration. Yeah. That means a lot. That means he really likes you. Mm-hmm. Like and then Duke Leto spits back. Oh, OK. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good scene. I, I, I like that. I, I can't think of one scene I didn't like, really. You can't think of any, huh? No, I got going 20 right here. No, I was oh. kidding. Mm. Won't be talking about. <laughs> no, <it's good. laughs> but I mean, like that when you see the Baron the first time and he talks, like, did it give you anything? I was like, they give you what kind of vibes? What kind of vibes? I was like, dang, this guy's fat. <laughs> it reminded me of uh, like any evilness. Yeah, that's what I got out of him. I was like, oh, there was another movie character he reminded me of when he appeared, but I, mm, it's not the Star Wars dude. No. It was no. another guy. It's not Marvel, is it? No, I don't think it's Marvel. It's just another movie. Yeah. I'm trying to think. But I forgot. No. Maybe I'll remember it throughout the episode. But I re- it, it gave me that vibe. It was like, oh, this guy's just out for himself. Yeah, yeah pretty much. piece of shit. <laughs> and that's literally what he represents in the, the story of Dune. Not really. The, the guy takes too much of everything. Because his actual home planet. Mm-hmm. Is actually fucking barren. Ironic, his name is the Baron, right? His planet is fucking destroyed because he took too much resources from it. Uh, like he's all about taking too much, much. for himself. Like he doesn't even need that much. Well, but he'll take it. Yeah, and he'll chop your head off to do it. Yeah, that was a creepy scene, dude. No, for sure. He floats over that fucking table. And I was like, whoo. <laughs> Just the way he did it, you just slowly <laughs> see his legs come above the table and he yeah. just slowly floats over, sits down, immediately chops off the head of the doctor, doctor for sure. Who thought he was gonna like see his fucking wife again? Like I mean he kept I like the fact that he keeps his word though. Oh uh, the Baron? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. What did he say to him? He's like, You will be with her. Yeah. Now be with her. And then he cuts <laughs> his head off because she's dead. Yeah. <laughs> like well, same thing with the other lady. Where she's like, don't hurt the kid and then the mom. He's like, okay. I oh, the Benny Jess, yeah. the, the main lady from the Benny Jesperit, mm-hmm. uh asks the Baron personally before they ambush House Atreides and wipe them out on yeah. Dune, the planet Dune, uh, which is part of the Emperor's plans with the help of his legions. Yeah. The Sardacus. Uh I'll probably never get that right. <laughs> uh, yeah, she asks the Baron, don't harm them because that's part of their multi 
centuries worth of th- actually multi thousands of years yeah. worth of fucking program breeding program that led to this point moment. Mm-hmm. It's a very big deal for them. And they are a very, par- very powerful group within the Dune universe. Oh, okay. uh, we'll probably see more of that in the next one. Oh, okay. Yeah. This one, you basically get in a, you're getting introduced to everything. Think, yeah. But that's that's also how the book actually works, too. Oh, okay. From what I've known from the videos. <laughs> yeah. Got to uh, read the book now, James. I do want to read them. I really do. <laughs> um, nah, but she tells them, don't kill don't harm the mother or the child, so, the yeah. son. And he was it's like, a very okay. big deal. He's like, you have my word. I'm just, I won't kill him, but the desert will. <laughs> but what the desert does to him is another thing. Yeah. Yeah, he says that to his, uh, his soldiers or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, the soldier was like, why, why did he tell her that? He was all upset. He's like, we're supposed to kill everybody. Yeah, he's wanting to kill everybody. Yeah. Wasn't it Batista saying that? I think it was Batista. I think so. And he said, well, the desert will take care of him. Yeah, he's like, and then he reiterates, I'm not going to kill him. Yeah. But what the desert does is it's something different. Yeah. Something. <laughs> he says something like that. It's just like, God, you just hate this fucker. <laughs> like, he's a piece of shit. For sure. Only he's out for himself <laughs> and he'll kill anyone for it. Yeah. Unnecessarily, too, what it feels like. Yeah. Like, he'll just kill the kill because it's fun. Because <laughs> he can. <laughs> right? Yeah, pretty much. It's like every tyrannical leader ever. Yeah. And then the Duke uh, trying to kill him for sure with the tooth. Yeah, the the poison tooth that the doctor plants in him. So the doctor tranquilizes him with something. It paralyzes the Duke. Mm-hmm. And, it, it, and it looks like it's permanent too. Oh, for sure. And, um, and he puts a fake molar in him. So mm-hmm. he's like, when the Baron's in front of you, bite down on this and breathe out. And then it's going to be poison in the room. And this version, this remake version was way better on that scene no, really? versus the old one. The old one, he blows it out and it's just, it just gets on the, the right hand man's face. Uh-huh. The uh, polka dot guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he's the only one that dies in the 84 version. Oh, okay. And, uh, and it's because they play it off like the Duke is, you know, he can't see quite well and he's kind of hallucinating. Like mm. he think he thinks he's seeing the Baron looking down on him, but it's actually the other guy and, he goes, oh, okay. and then he does it to him and only kills him. But in the remake was way better. Like, and it ends in a creepy way too, right? Yeah. Uh, so the Baron, after he kills a doctor, he goes, I guess who's next? Doesn't he say that? Guess oh. who's next? The Baron? After he lops off the head of the, the doctor with a fucking steak knife? Yeah, I think so. It also shows you how strong he is. Yeah. By the way, that is a thing. The Also, the spice mm-hmm. can extend human life, extend consciousness, expand it, rather, and can increase strength. Oh, okay. Yeah. How much? I don't know. But I don't, I don't think it's like ridiculous shit. Okay. But... But yeah, he like hovers back over to the Duke and he's like, I guess who's next? <laughs> and then he starts mumbling yeah. and then he figures something's up. So he turns on his shield. And uh, and by the way, did you like the shields? The shields? Yeah. I'm still a bit... Uh, well, well, okay, we'll get back to okay. it real quick. We'll, <laughs> we'll finish this scene. Uh, and then he leans down trying to hear what the Duke's saying, but he turns on the shield because it shows you how vulnerable he knows he is. Yeah. 
and uh, he leans down after he turns on the shield, and then he bites the tooth and blows the poison. But the poison was crazy enough to fill up this giant room instantaneously, oh, yeah. almost mm. instantaneously. Like only like what four people that were near the exit door got out. Everyone else was fucked. No, I think the people that were outside the door. Well, there was guarded. No, they closed it, but like uh, like two or three people ran out first, and then they closed it. Yeah, but those people died. The, the people ones that, that ran, ran out? out. Yeah, I think so. Right in mm-hmm. front of the door, if I remember correctly. No, there the, the few died right in front of the door. They didn't make it out, and then a few made it out. Made it and, out. But they just run off scene. We gotta look at this scene. Yeah, again. we'll have to watch it. Again. We'll make a bet. We'll make a bet. We'll make a bet. <laughs> um, Bring it up right now. Anyways, but yeah, that was a cool scene too. And then like when it fucking killed people, their eyes were like sunken and yeah. shit. They looked fucked up. But the Baron survives. For whatever reason. With that shield. But also, he is hovered up against the corner of a part of the ceiling. Yeah. Barely gasping for air. That's how he survives. And it fucking looks creepy as fuck, for sure. dude. Because you have this... uh this weird looking uh, chemical suit cleanup crew come in with this mm-hmm. giant box and they're yeah. pushing it through the room. Trying I guess it's, bodies. Yeah. yeah, they're gonna clean up the room, and they they, they get startled and look up and it's the <gasps> Baron like hovered in a fetal position in the corner of the ceiling. It looks fucking creepy. And he's just <gasps> yeah. <gasps> And then and they're like freaked out and backing up. It's like <laughs> Jesus Christ, what is going on? That was a really that was that one surprised me because I was that like, was, I knew he's not dead. I was upset that he wasn't dead. Oh, right, you <laughs> should be because he's a piece of shit, big but, piece of shit, right? Yeah, but uh, it was a good scene though. I like that that whole scene. How it was shot, you know, and then the actual portrayal, like the whole mood of it would be. The right word. I liked it. Yeah, I thought they nailed it. For sure. Like this. Oh. <laughs> Fucking like. Ugh. Just have. Ugh. Imagine just looking up at your enemy like that. And you're paralyzed and you're just like. My last, you know. Poison tooth. <laughs> <laughs> I would have spit on his face. Yeah, I haven't been. <laughs> Damn. No, but I like. That was a good scene. Sad, but very good scene. Is a major part of the main story. Yeah. Yeah. It is part of the books. Very good scene. I will say, based on the videos I watched mm-hmm. to know everything about Dune, not very much has strayed from the actual story it itself. So. Just little things like like their little their little airplanes they flew in. Mm-hmm. They had the dragonfly wings, which was Brrr. really, really cool. I thought yeah. that was such a good idea. Uh, in the book, they're more like just like simple little bird-like. Craft. Uh, okay. They're like the same size, but they're more resemble of like a small like bird. Oh, okay. And the wings only fold when they land. Like okay. That's the only thing they do. They basically just fly. Mm. But I thought that was a nice change. Like that, that's interesting because why wouldn't that work? Dragonflies yeah. are zooming around like crazy. <laughs> like yeah. Yeah, or like a hummingbird. Yeah, and it kind of sounds like a helicopter in a way when mm-hmm. they're inside the cockpit for that brief moment they show that. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Because at first I was like, I don't know about this. And then when it, they took off, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's pretty okay. cool, huh? Yeah. I was like, that could work. Yeah, that would work. Why wouldn't it? Like, I don't know. <laughs> that was cool. Uh, not anything else I can think of on top of my head that they slightly changed. I'm sure there's a lot of slightly changes everywhere, but. Yeah. It, I, 
dude, <laughs> it was one of those movies I watched. And, dude, when the credits rolled, you were I thought, upset. yeah, I thought I had another hour almost. I was like, oh, fuck, yeah, shit. Like, because I know where the story goes. Yeah. Like, I basically know what's going to happen. And, uh, I'm just like, fuck yeah, they're getting to this part. All right, let's go, let's go. And the credits roll, and I just went, oh, son of a bitch. I wasn't even mad, dude. I wasn't even mad. I was like, I was excited. No, I was pissed when it ended. Oh, yeah. Well, I was excited because I know what the (laughs) overall story is. Yeah. And them doing it, like, where it ended made me happy that they're taking this story seriously. Seriously? Like, they're taking their time to tell it, too. Because mm-hmm. that's the big reason why that 1984 version sucked. Yeah. Is, dude, how how many pages is the first book? Like, almost 800? Let me look it up. Yeah, it's. I think it's almost 800 pages. How on earth are you going to fit that into a two-and-a-half-hour movie? Easy. And then it'd be good. Director's cut. Because <laughs> it deals with everything that's happened in this movie. Mm-hmm. And the first book goes ends with him actually winning... Uh, spoiler alert. Oh, way to go. Spoiler alert. Way to uh, go. Spoiler alert for <laughs> people who want to read the book and don't want it spoiled. Or waiting two more years for the other p- part two. Um, he ends up leading the Freeman and yeah. winning the war on Dune. Okay. And it goes farther than that. But that's the first book. That's the first book. First oh, book is they book? finally went. Yeah. But there's a lot that happens mm, okay. to get to that point. And that's when when the credits rolled when they did yeah. when the, he's walking through the desert and he's w- observing a Fremen uh, riding a sandworm. Mm-hmm. I'm like, fuck yeah! <laughs> and then the credits rolled and I was like, oh son of a bitch! I didn't even realize two and a half hours went by. This is good. Like <laughs> I like that shit, dude. I like watching a movie, and not even I don't even care what time it is. I don't care like. You know, you know oh, some yeah, you movies you watch and you go, how much you pause it to see how much? Thirty minutes, all right. No, I, I want it more. The next scene after oh, really? one scene was over, I wanted the next scene, every all the way to the credits, and I was just like, damn, this is great. And I remember I texted you and Nate about it. I was like, yeah. dude, they're going the epic story <laughs> route. They're taking their time, dude. I love it. No, but it's seven hundred and four pages, the book. Seven hundred four. Yeah, yeah, dude, you can't. Beefy boy. And that, that was ambitious for that guy. Was it David Lynch that did the 84 one? Wow. That was ambitious. But again, I bet he was told that do it that way too. Did he try to put the whole book in one movie? He did. Oh, okay. The whole thing is in one two and a half hour movie. So it's like, that's when I remember when I was telling you uh-huh. the pacing's weird. The pacing is really off. Yeah. The shit's just like, what? All of a sudden that dude's there? Like, okay. <laughs> and, you know, just the. It's just kind of awkward, too. The, yeah. It's like, all of a sudden, we're doing this. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, all of a sudden, we're comfortable with this person. Like, yeah. <laughs> that type of thing. Like, what takes 12 months, like, took, like, you know, very small amount of time, it seemed like, in the movie. But yeah. I'm sure he's trying to play it off like time went by, but it didn't uh, seem okay, like it. It's just like, oh, now we're doing this. Now we're cool. Now, you know, now we're over you. here doing this <laughs> type of thing. You know, the pacing's off. Yeah. Way too much going on for, it. yeah. It's just too big of a story. Yeah. For sure. 700 pages, that's quite a bit of a story. Fuck yeah. It's fucking crazy. No, nah, but, but I could see everybody's, some people say towards it, but because <laughs> they were like, oh, the storyline's so slow. There was Oh, for those on. who know nothing about yeah, it. Yeah, because I saw it and I was like, at the end, I was like, 
you know, it's pissing me off, you know, what, what happened to the other stuff? <laughs> but I was like, I gotta calm down. It's a book. I was like, yeah, you gotta, you know, go into the story. So I was like, okay, basically okay. do what I did. You can just watch those YouTube videos. Yeah. Dude, you'll be up to par with by the end of the night. Well, like, for sure. A lot of people go into it as, oh, it's a movie. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Movie. I was about to bring that up. They're just watching a sci-fi movie as far as they give a fuck, yeah. right? They and give a fuck where it came from or what it, where it's headed, what it actually means, what it's actually trying to teach you. Yeah. Like, there's this mindless moviegoers. Yeah, my sister. I don't care if they're mad. <laughs> like, you're mindless. Yeah. Fucking learning. Learn something. Be interested in something. Yeah. Quit being a mindless fucking consumer. And But then Study again, it. if you just don't like it because you gave it a shot, mm-hmm. that's cool, too. But no, <laughs> when my sister came, oh, well, my sister was here before you came in. She was like, is it worth it? And I was like, what? you have to be into the story. I was like, if you just watch it right now out of the blue, you're going to hate it. It's, it's going to be worth your time. I already know you. I was like, it's not. Who's this? My sister. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was like, you got to. Your sister's pretty funny. <laughs> you got to get into it. She was like, so it's not even worth Dobie? And I'm like, if you're not into the story, no. <laughs> yeah, you really got to. You get to see it in a different pair of eyes for sure, this movie, because you get a, it's a different direction than what typical directors go for. Because mm-hmm. like you said, like in, if people try to get the book and they just put all the action packed stuff in there, in a the movie. Right. At least like, get that juiciness, yeah, right? I'm going to get this certain sections and then put it in a movie and then try to... Well, because Hollywood up. does that stupid shit where they're just thinking about the money, not yeah. an actual quality story. For, for sure. God forbid. And then we do, and they're taking their time showing you, you know, the snippets, you know, going way deep into the characters, the story, you know, their history, as much as they can without, you know, extending the movie to four hours long, because I'm pretty sure they could have done it for four hour movie, for sure. I'm glad you just dropped my mind. I did see something about there's there could be a director's cut version oh really yeah because um the guy who played uh the mentat for duke leto Mm -hmm. okay let me explain what mentats are and this kind of goes with what replaced thinking machines aka artificial intelligence so there's a group of people called mentats or they can become mentats mm-hmm. they are the ones that replace uh, com- uh computing calculations they're able to do it with their brain yeah that's why in the beginning scene where they're doing the the dune handover to house atreides ceremony mm-hmm. he asks them how much uh, how long did it how yeah, much did it cost them to get here and this and that and then his eyes went white mm-hmm. and he's calculating shit like in an instant mm-hmm. that's what mentats are. okay okay they're there to replace the thinking machines. Thinking. They, over the, it took, you know, whatever thousands of years for them to evolve into that. Mm-hmm. And then that's based off of some juice from another planet that they consumed that got oh, them okay. to be like that. So similar to how Spice works for Paul Trades and all that yeah. and other people like Benny Gesserit. Um, uh, so that's where they're coming from. So it's very normal f- to have one of those employed. Oh, okay. In every house in the Dune universe. Because you don't have a computer. (laughs) You You have a human computer. That's what mentats are. And that's that guy. Um, 
he came out saying there was a lot of deleted scenes with him in it. Oh, okay. And that's the thing you didn't see too much of was him. And it was he's just a, one he's, scene. Yeah. His his character's name is Thurfor. Thurfor. I forget it. It's T H U R F I R. Thurfor. I hate when you get weird names like that. And it's like, oh, I wish I could pronounce it without asking for help. But yeah, he's he's actually a bigger part in the story especially in the original movie, but in the story itself. But so we'll probably see more of him in the, the next, next one. one for sure. Yeah. Uh, and I liked him. I, whoever that guy is that played as the Duke Leto's mentat. He, he did a real good job. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's, that's the house of trades <laughs> mentat. That's what I thought. You know? Yeah. Uh, and then high, you know, one of those high level commanders too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was pretty cool. Well, no, but, I'm pretty. I'm, I'll wait for the director's cut. Watch it again for sure. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of stuff that. And that's another thing. There's rumors uh, that that YouTuber I follow now, uh, Quinn's ideas. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think one of his last videos he talked about that guy saying that. Also in the same video, he talks about how there's rumors that there's up to four hours worth of movie. Noise. Which wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> um, because, man, the scale of that movie, you know a lot of scenes got cut. Oh, for sure. Because they had to cut it down to two hours and 35 right. minutes. And they ended it where they ended it. So there could be more they already did. Mm-hmm. For and, the next one. And they're going to save it for part two, probably, right? Yeah. But that'd be cool when the Blu-ray comes out. I wonder if we'll get that. I hope we do. Get, like, an extended cut version. Because there's... I'm going to devour it. Coming from, like, a filmmaker's perspective, you're editing... It's the most important part when it comes to a movie. Uh-huh. That's why, um, well, what's his name? Christopher Nolan does a super great job because of his editing. That's why he keeps you entertained. But when it comes to movies like this uh-huh. and you have certain scenes, whatever you put on that edit, it's going to change either the mood, the storyline. It it will change. Taking one scene out, mm-hmm. it's going to change the whole perspective you have on the whole movie. So it's very yeah, hard, right. you know. That's a tedious process. Yeah. So if I see the director's cut, I'll be like, all right, you know, putting all the scenes that they actually recorded, I'll be like, okay, you'll get more of a of a storyline for sure. Sometimes even a whole different storyline towards the movie. Yeah. And then so far even though with it's Dune, the same yeah. original story. Yeah. <laughs> Especially with Dune, with so many stuff going around. Yeah, it's a very it's almost Game of Thrones like with the houses and mm-hmm. the different groups and the different main character names. Cause that old lady from the Benny Jester, I, I don't even remember her actual name in the movie, let alone in the books. <laughs> uh, but she's she's a main part for a while. Yeah, from that group. Oh, okay. So it's kind of like that thing, kind of like Game of Thrones. Each group has main characters that you need to keep in mind and what yeah. they're doing. Okay. But I would say it's less than less uh, <laughs> severe than Game yeah, of Thrones either. on that part. It's really not that. It just yeah. seems like it is. But if you if you become interested in it, like I did through these YouTube videos, and now I want to get the book, uh, yeah, it's it's no problems devouring it. Yeah, like you know what I mean. All seven hundred pages. Yeah, no, but I'm waiting. <laughs> I'm waiting for the next movie to make my my final judgment. On the first one. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. There's really? certain things that where I'm I'm kind of confused and lost, but I'm like, oh. Uh, see, then then that's where my YouTube yeah. uh, uh, research 
makes me feel all right in yeah. those areas. Yeah. Because like the so visions, that's the advantage I have on you. The visions I don't I really don't get the visions. But also in that is I know what's gonna happen, happen yeah. every step of the way. But I don't Cheater. care because I fucking love the story. I'm just like, why did I not ever read this book? Like, because it's a big boy. That's why. Yeah. Well, I never even really you never heard of it. Well, I knew it was a movie, but it's never been. You know, my dad never said, "Yeah, it's based off of a book." Uh, when I watched it with him when I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, well, a lot of people don't even bother looking at the book. Yeah, no one ever in the book. I never ran into anybody that read it. Let alone had it with them, or yeah. you know. You had to be no. a hardcore fan back then. Yeah, right? and that's sad. And the sad thing is, you think about it, most kids growing up give a fuck less about books. Man. Oh, especially now. I would say it's always been like that. No, it's always a giant people. percentage. Well, yeah, that's arguable. Uh, that's debatable. Right? I'll go back. I'll, I'll retract my thing. Usually, when the books came out first and it became famous, and then the movie came out, that's how it used to be, right? You you saw the big gap. But if it was the movie first and then. The book got popular afterwards. So you never saw a lot of hype over it. Uh, Look yeah. at Harry Potter. Books came out first. Super popular. Yeah. Then they made the movies. And it just. Yeah. To the point where the movies were demanded to be made. Yeah. Just about right. Same like thing with Twilight. To be expected. Yeah. <laughs> Twilight was another big one. Mm-hmm. But then you have the other way around coming out with the City of Bones. Great books. Movie was trash. Uh-oh. And then everything went downhill afterwards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> destroyed the franchise um so where are we at on the movie uh so how'd you feel about the ambush scene so i'm not we're gonna jump back a little bit ambush like that was pretty good it was crazy wasn't it like i said i'm still lost ambush it's a massacre (laughs) yeah i was about to say but that's the emperor's plan that's what you're seeing unfold and that's what i like about this one like you don't even see the emperor yet no like it but his shadow is casted on everything. He is the chess player. Yeah. Everyone you're seeing in the movie are chess pieces. Very interesting take on yeah. on that part. I didn't at first when I was watching it, they just got obliterated and I was like, I thought they were supposed to be such a high military well, they did People. try to fight back, but yeah. that doctor sabotaged Yeah, everything. and then when the doctor came out, he was like, "Oh, you broke down the barriers and yeah like, he, the ah, shields okay. broke down yeah. and um i was like okay i, I get it right right <laughs> now the the scene itself like when josh brolin's running out with his troops to hurry up and mm-hmm. you know get ready to fight but it's he sees that it's just too late the ships yeah. their ships are being destroyed which are protected by a shield what was cool though was uh house harnikin has a missile giant missile thing that drills through the shield yeah like it lands on the top of the shield and you hear this loud drilling noise and it goes through the shield and and into the ship and blows up yeah that was really cool pretty cool yeah that's like a because to me that's a more realistic take on a that kind of fighting if there's shields on something Mm -hmm. and if your missile can lay on the shield well then it can drill it yeah Dude, it was really good like visually yeah. the sound effects to it like i f- felt that like that's how it would go down yeah like holy shit i like the force fields whatever you call it the shields they're yeah. called shields i like their take on how they they work and well that how they showed how they worked for yeah sure. yeah that was cool because it would have been boring if they just press a button and then and you never see nothing you never, yeah <laughs> yeah in the movie they when they turn their shields on it's like a you see that outline vibrating like it's uh, 
what would you call it? Like it's getting like a halo effect, kind of. Well, I take it as like it's like uh, mapping your body and then settling. Yeah. Type of thing. Like it's and then it's like settled, but it's there. Yeah. But I, I love that it shows the red and the blue. Yeah, red. Yeah, red means it penetrated the shield. What's penetrated? Yeah. Yeah, or it is. Yeah. Yeah, because it's here with the little thing. Yeah, the needle. With the duke. Yeah. Where it's red, but it's like penetrating. Yeah. And he's like, oh, it's kind of. And then, bah, down on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I liked it. I liked their, their take on on how they actually showed it. Yeah, it how It gives they you a. You're like, okay, he's slicing through a so- sword. It's not going to affect the shield. You know, I mean, it's affecting the shield and it's not going to be. But the shield protects them, but also the swords have been made to penetrate the shield in a certain way. Like you got to stab them a certain way, right? Well, because they do the throat and then the stab from what I've seen on them. Yeah, there's a lot of little quick stabs to the sides and shit like that. It's always quick. Yeah, and it's a quick penetration of the shield, which was very fascinating because you get to see a, like they're all fighting like, with swords and spears mm-hmm. like there's no guns there's like a little wrist gun that one of the sardaku guys yeah. use on try to use on uh jason momoa's character mm-hmm. who is called duncan Duncan, but his yeah. shield catches it, but it starts drilling through the shield, yeah. and he puts his sword right in front of it and, and def- bops it off. Yeah, I was like, that was cool because I was wondering if they would have that because in the original one, mm-hmm. the Duncan in the 1984 mm-hmm. version did no justice for him <laughs> at all. He's supposed to be this cool dude, like right, like mm-hmm. Jason Momoa is, like obviously a badass, one of the best in House of Trades. Yeah. That's also the thing in the 84 one, but uh, in 84 one, he sees the Duke Leto being carried away or no, it's no, it's uh, Jessica and her son, Paul Trades are being okay. escorted away and he's like shows up out of nowhere like he's going to save the day. Uh-huh. Turns on his little square shield <laughs> in 1984. <laughs> it's just a bunch of squares that form on the body. Yeah. Because it's 84. Mm-hmm. And uh, as soon as he does that out of nowhere, there's a soldier who wasn't in the scene just two seconds ago is all of a sudden there's a soldier there in front of him pops off a, th- a thing from his bottom barrel, yeah. which was the drilled the uh, bullet, the bullet. Yeah. Drill. And it instantly goes through his shield into his head and in the 84 it. one. And he's dead. Jeez. <laughs> like moment he shows up, like he's about to do something ah. and turns on the shield. Pop. <laughs> and I was just like, <laughs> wow, <laughs> that was probably the best example of horrible pacing. I'm, Trying to yeah. point out in the eighty four one. Oh, okay. Because there's there's just no quick. soldier. All of a sudden, it just flashes back to where he was looking down the hall mm-hmm. to save, try to save his people, and okay. it's just a soldier there doing this, and you hear a loud pop from yeah. his gun. It doesn't even sound like it came from his gun. It's yeah. just bad editing, <laughs> and then instant death to him. Dang. Like no fight or nothing. I'm like, jeez, that's not how that was supposed to go. <laughs> <laughs> so. That's what I like about this new one is Duncan. Jason Duncan. Momoa's character goes out hard, man. He's a bad motherfucker <laughs> like he's supposed to be. I wish he would have gone a little further, you know. That was 100% further than the 84. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I wish he would, I don't know. I wish he could have fought a little more. Mm-hmm. Like he had a little more in him. Slacker. He did. No, he got up. <laughs> yeah. That was cool. Wasn't Could have gone up another time, you know. Yeah, one more time, Jason. You got a third yeah. one in you. Aquaman dying that quick. Sword in your lungs, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Get up. Nah, we, well, that was a cool scene nah, though. Yeah, that last like stand it. to save the mm-hmm. the the royal wife and son. 
who's wish, now the Duke. Yeah. Because he's alive. I wish he would have fallen in a different manner than what he did. I didn't like the way he fell on the side. Uh, but then again, I don't know the storyline for Duke. For Duke. For Dune. <laughs> for Dune. Yeah. Well, no, that's basically it. How they portrayed him in this yeah. movie was really good. Yeah. Like, really good. I wish he would have gone face first onto the ground. Uh, like, knees and then... Oh, the dramatic yeah. slow down. Oh. <laughs> but then I was like, uh, I they, don't know. They, they, I would say they went the more realistic route yeah, with that, which I appreciate. Yeah. Because him getting up and then screaming again yeah. and then killing three more dudes before yeah. the last three get him Yeah, uh, was great. Like, the, that's him yelling because they're, like, shooting that fucking laser to through get through this door. Yeah. And that's another thing I liked about this movie. Their depiction of laser weapons oh, for sure. is I liked spot it. on accurate. That's how a laser weapon would it just work. Went straight through everything. It's going straight through everything until it doesn't. Yeah. And that's how it worked. It was there was a big one on the big ship trying to get him when he was flying around in yeah. the little little dragonfly plane. <laughs> it's gonna say dragonfly jet. <laughs> and um and then they had a handheld one where they were using it to yeah. cut a hole in the giant security door to get to uh, Jessica and Paul Trades. Yeah. And they couldn't go through the room because there's a laser, laser. through the fucking middle. I like that though. That was cool. I really liked it. I was like, wow. Tension to detail right there for yeah, sure. Yeah, and you can't take the chance because you know they're drilling a hole, but what if they drop it and, and you just get cut in half the yeah. moment you're trying to crawl underneath it? <laughs> yeah. Like that. You're done. Yeah, it's instant. Uh, like, there goes my leg. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all smell something burning? And your head rolls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. He went out. I liked it for sure. I did too. He's like, ah, closes the door. He's like, no, don't do it. Uh, yeah, what's it called? The Duke, the new Duke, the little kid. Yeah, the yeah, I forgot. I forget it. Uh, but I like their uh, the stand, their salute oh. with the sword. Yeah, first on the chest and then raise it across your Sorry. head, and it's like that's cool. I like how he went out like that. Yeah, I, I that would have been cool if he went out like that. It was like, no, oh, like one last time to yeah. salute, or at least try to attempt it, but yeah. just end up dying. Yeah, but either way, either man, I it, like was, it was great. <laughs> but yeah, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying now you're just being, just being spoiled. I'm telling, I'm telling you, <laughs> could have been better. No, I was kidding. Oh man, it was See, great. if you want me as a you know editor producer, no, I was kidding. Yeah. But uh, uh, after that, what the the lady died. That was just a what lady? The oh the the imperial ecologist. Yeah, I was like, eh. Yeah, Traitor. she does her last overall with the. She brings the sandworms. Which I, by the way, that's what I wanted to ask you. How how'd you like they did the sandworms? I'm still a little confused on the sandworms. Oh, you're still trying to figure out because what they are, what and why, or no, what? no. Get this, okay? So she puts that device right on the ground, which yeah, calls him, right? Yeah, and then she walks over to the other side. You know. A few was it a few yards away? Yeah, she she walks like distance, fifteen right? yards away and does another one. Yeah, no, he do, she doesn't do another one. Oh yeah, she stands there, there with her hooks. Yeah, waiting That's for right. the for the worm for whatever it is. Yeah, she's waiting for the worm. And then the other guys come behind her and snuck up on soccer. her. But then she does the uh, thumps on the ground, right? With her hand. Yeah, yeah. What I'm confused is in the scene afterwards, Timothy, the little kid. He was like, we don't, ha- we can't walk like humans, because the worm's gonna attack us. Right? Yeah, yeah. Remember, they he learns that yeah. early on. But the people that came to attack her, 
were walking like humans, but well, the worm weren't wasn't going for them. It was I'm already a, coming because she already had the thumper going. But it wasn't coming to them. It was going to the thumper, right? Which is right next to them. Well, that my part was she walked a huge distance. No. And then she calls the thumper. She calls the worm over with the hand. So obviously it wasn't close enough no. to eat all three of them. No. That's why she did that, right? Okay, I'll explain it. Uh, she's doing a thumper because the idea is, is she was going to hitch a ride on one and get the fuck out of there, right. I think. Right. I don't, I don't think she was trying to kill, get them killed because otherwise they snuck up on her and stabbed her. Yeah. Like she didn't even know they were behind her. Yeah, I know. So that. you don't know how they were walking. So there's a good chance they were doing that weird walk shit up to her yeah. and they stabbed her. But then after that, they're just like moving around regularly, but they don't realize that she's bringing the worm. And the worm's already on its way the moment it hears the first thump. Yeah. Okay. Like that's how crazy they are. It drives them nuts. That first thump, they're severely yeah. pissed, let alone the last last 20. Yeah. They're, they're coming for you. The nearest one is just gunning mm-hmm. as fast as it can to you. So she does that. She didn't expect to get stabbed. She got stabbed and pushed down the hill. She rolls down the hill. That's how she ends up away from the thumper. Thumper, okay. And they roll down the hill some, and then they go down there to finish her off. And the worm is fucking quick. It's going to get there within minutes, right? Yeah. And she already had the thumper going for at least a few minutes before they even snuck up on her and stabbed her, and they're going to finish her off um, for portraying. Yeah, because she was supposed to stay out of the whole mess, but she ended up helping uh, Jessica and Paul Trades escape uh, after Duncan's last stand. <laughs> and fucking great scene, man. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, they can literally—they know this one regular, just two first regular footsteps. They know where you're at, and they're heading for it. Yeah, that's all it takes. So it's already real close on them, and she knows it. And that's why she just slams her hand down. Yeah. We're right here. Like, go ahead and swallow us right here. Because mm-hmm. it's going to eat whoever. And that's what it did. It's like, oh, there you are. And then yeah. they got stuck in the sand because the sand was going into yeah. his fucking mouth. <laughs> uh, that was cool. Like, that's what I was trying to ask you about, uh-huh. this, the effects of it. Oh, like it was the, Their cool. take on the worm when it gets close. All of a sudden, the ground's like real shaky, and they fall, and <laughs> they can't get up. It's hard to get up and walk. Yeah. The sand gets kind of quick sandy. But I thought I that was it. so yeah. cool. Yeah. I, thought, I was like, dude, it felt real, you know? Because like, well, it is. Because hey, it is. Because <laughs> it is. No, it's physics, bro. Because when, when it was moving first, when I first saw the worm, I was like, that's pretty neat. Because I imagine a snake, how it moves through the ground, through yeah. the sand. Mm-hmm. It just kind of moves everything around, kind of shakes it, kind of molds it in, in its way. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. That's what I... Yeah, you got a point there. I bet I the worms do have like some kind of constant it's vibration like, in their yeah. bodies itself mm-hmm. to move the sands yeah. easier. That would make sense. But I was like, oh, huh? huh? I was liking it. Oh, yeah. like, the worm, yeah, for sure. Even when... Uh, what's his name? The, the kid? I keep, I keep calling Paul him. Paul Trades. Yeah. No, was, you'll, you'll get it. Uh, when he's standing in front of the worm, you know. Oh, and it's just, just staring like, at him, yeah, and like or whatever it is, doing that breathing thing towards yeah. him because it like, knows what's oh, up. Yeah, it knows. Oh, this guy. But it has the mouth inside the mouth, which kind of opens, and it just closes. Yeah, yeah, it has like, its oh, teeth, okay. and then it's this the straight up throat after yeah, that, it's like three yeah. pyramid looking thing. 
I was like, hey. That yeah. was cool. That was a cool <laughs> scene. And then it's not long after that it ends. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because well, he, he bites. Well, yeah, he, he meets up with the Fremen, the guy mm-hmm. he met earlier that met his dad. But he's with a group and they have a very particular culture. Yeah. And I, I missed on why they had a fight to the death. The the that one guy who he initially thought was going to show him the Fremen ways because he uh, saw that as his potential future. But then all of a sudden he has to fight him to the death. And he does. For my take, I might be wrong. There's something about because he came out as mom. Who's your champion? And he was. And I forgot. I didn't catch what he said before that. He's like, da, 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 who's your champion? Like, he's this piss. Yeah. Cause and then Paul steps forward and just stares at him. And he goes, okay. And then all of a sudden they're fighting to the death. I was like, oh, what the fuck did he say to her? Like, Because it was. Oh, was remember? he wanting her or something? No. Because remember they pop up and then you have the leader. I forget. The old leader or the, the guy that went, the spit on the Duke's Yeah, the, the Fremen that already, they're already acquainted with. Yeah. Yeah. He, he popped up. Yeah. He's kind of like the leader of the uh-huh. this little group too. But then the mom ended up beating him in battle. So I guess she took over the throne because he was like, just because you're the most powerful doesn't mean you're the leader. Something like, he says like a phrase. Oh. So okay. she's in Damn. charge. I, f- I missed that somehow. Yeah. I was like, what do you say? So at that point, she's in charge. So she was like, now I'm, I want to fight for the throne practically to become the leader. So you have to fight me. And she's like, no. And she's like, well, then. It's part of our culture. Yeah. Then who's your champion? Yeah. Who's taking your place? Uh, and that's when he pops up. And then Paul's like, well, here we yeah. go. And then that's when he beats him. <laughs> yeah. And that's why he holds his hand after he gives him the kill stab. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul stabs him, and that's a death shot. I mean, he got him yeah, right in the sure. back, up up the fucking middle of the torso, because yeah. the knives are pretty long. With the tooth. And, um, oh, is that what they're using? Yeah, the, the tooth of the sandworms. The one, yeah. yeah, that's their knives. Um, and then, But he immediately holds his hand like he's known him. Yeah. Like he's holding the hand of a dying friend. Well, he Because he potentially is. On a vision, yeah. Yeah, because that, if that didn't happen, that dude was going to be his best yeah. friend. Let me see if I can find that thing. But what, I me? feel like where he says uh, uh you're not gonna that find phrase, it. you're a leader. I forgot the phrase. Oh, I'm going to well, find don't it. Worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'm going to watch it again. You're going to watch it. Yeah, and I'll let you know. I'm doing it for the listeners, okay, James? Yeah. Quit being so selfish. Yeah. You're going to spend 20 minutes looking it up? No. <laughs> no, I'm not. No. Oh, Just you already find it? Yeah. Are you watching it on YouTube? No, on HBO Max. Oh. I have it on my phone. Oh, you little turkey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, do it. Oh, hold up. Well, you keep keep talking. Keep talking. Well, what do you think of the fight scene? I have I have a little gripe on the on the, the fight fight, scene. fight to the death scene. Yeah, I have one uh, little gripe on it. It was all right. I thought I thought it was good. Did you? Yeah. From what I can remember, yeah. But I was just like like I was just saying, I was kind of confused of why they were fighting to the death. I fucking missed like the first few words somehow oh. and I was like damn I didn't feel like rewinding it oh, really? <laughs> no. I was like nah we're going there's one little harp I have on a fight scene okay go for it cause he has a vision in the middle of the fight scene right does he yes where he's just standing still having the vision I don't think that happens during the fight <laughs> I think it's done? after no it was during the fight I don't remember. That's that. when he, yeah, because the guy was Go like, "Oh, he's toying with him, right?" And she's like, "No, he's never killed a man." 
And then he has the vision right after she says that. Well, that's right. Well, he kept doing things and then like he kept just like playing self-defense and then pushing them off. No, because he would have the sword on his throat. Oh, but that's, he wouldn't well, he, do it. Yeah, well, that's... But, okay, I get what you're saying, because he's trying to figure out I'm not supposed to kill him, right? Because he's supposed to show me the Fremen way. No, he knew he had to kill him because it, it was a but fight he, to the he death. Was trying, that was him trying to alter the future. Was he? Yeah, he was trying to show mercy and hopefully that they would just accept yeah. it and move on, but he was... Then that's how he had to find out, okay, I do have to kill him. But then the mom was Because he was like, still holding on to that vision of this dude's supposed to show me the way, though. You think so? Yeah, I think so. Because from what I can remember, again, I'm going to watch it again. <laughs> from what I thought it was because he's never killed anybody. Because that's what the mom says right after but that. But that's what she's thinking. But she's still having a hard time understanding how his capabilities have greatly increased since he's got on the planet of Dune yeah. due to Spice being he, in the air. Because after that, he has the vision right in the middle of battle. And then all of a sudden, he kills him with no hesitation. Well, he does like a duck, quick moving, quick stab in the back. Yeah. And I'm like, he's having a vision in the middle of the battle. Okay. He doesn't get stabbed while just standing there. I take it as he, well, he he should be able to do that and fight at the same time. But it didn't show Because you're you're trying to figure out that determined future. Because what he sees isn't guaranteed. It's this potential futures. Well, that's what I thought at first, but then I remember the scene when they're in the tent and he's having the future vision and then he's like, I don't want it anymore. Yeah, you he's turned like, me into a freak. But he's like standing, looking onto the floor, you know, having the vision. Mm-hmm. So I thought, did he have that type in the battle where he just stood there for 10 seconds I think looking at the floor? I think what they were trying to do with that scene is mm-hmm. show you that he's seeing potential so, futures, not the future. guaranteed future. Because that's exactly mm-hmm. what happened. Because leading up to that point, because remember he meet when they he runs into the Fremen group after their escape. Yeah, he's that he sees the guy that he saw in his vision. He's like, oh shit, mm-hmm. this is the guy that's gonna take me in and show me the way. No, nope. moments later he's got to fight him to the death, and that's what that YouTuber talks about. Okay. He said that's what it's showing you. So that's yeah, that's what it is. That's I just want to know. I wasn't jumping into conclusions. Yeah. Quinn's ideas review is like 20 minutes long. It, like it, it would help with yeah. some of the questions you presented. Because I'm just kind of like, maybe they're just doing it for effect, you know, movie effect to show you what's going on. Or it's they're just showing what he, he's figuring out himself. So. He's like, oh, I'm seeing potential future, not the future. Yeah. But I want to know I how think, it works. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to know if it's, oh, he has to stand there for 10 seconds and take it all in, or is it just automatic? To where it's it, just oh, that's okay, happened, so. but at the same time he's still fighting. Yeah, I want to know. That's the way I took it. I took it as he just yeah. stood still, but I was like, I'm gonna wait a little longer uh-huh. for the next movie well, to get all my like, answers. <laughs> well, kind of like uh, with the movie Inception, mm-hmm. they're in the dream for like five minutes, but in the real world, yeah. five days went by or some shit like that. Yeah, <laughs> like that's that's what I'm trying to exp- explain. Okay, okay. My that's the way I was looking at okay, it. Okay, okay. Like, okay, yeah, he's he's realizing he's capable of doing this. Let's at the same time. Let's oh, do that. Okay, okay. And he's also realizing, holy shit, I'm just seeing potential futures. Mm-hmm. I'm not seeing the only future. future. I'm seeing the potentials. And that is the actual part of the story. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty good. Other than that, I mean, that's, uh, that was my only gripe on the battle. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I mean, in my head, he just Yeah, and there. it's just not understanding the yeah. concept of 
the whole story, right? Yeah. That's why I went I hard on those <laughs> YouTube videos, dude, because I did not want to... Because that's how I felt when I watched the original one as a kid. It just made me hate it. Oh, really? But again, you try to watch the... I, I, did, I nah, challenge people to watch one. the original one. Have fun with it. But you'll get... You'll definitely get filled yeah. in on what's to expect. You will get spoiled on the new ones. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, because it shows the whole fucking book in one movie. Yeah. No, but I try to put my feelings aside and be like, okay, I'm like... <laughs> I'm going to give it some time. All right. Well, that's pretty much the end of the movie. Oh, did you find it? Yeah. Did you want to plug it in? I can't plug it in. Oh, you fucking iPhone. Johnny, take charge of the newcomers. Yeah. So they are safe on the journey. Let's go. I will not have them. He will not travel? He will not have them. Oh, that's right. Johnny's... Don't do that. I have spoken. Be still. You talk like a leader. But the strongest leads. Oh. And she beat. She yeah, because she manhandled him real yeah. quick. She bested you. I invoke the Amtal. Whatever that is. Amtal. I don't know if that sounds So familiar. I take that as he challenges the new leadership. I guess she took leadership. Yeah. Or he was downgraded. And now it's up for grabs. I don't know. Yeah, it's something along those lines. He he doesn't accept it. And he wants to challenge it. Yeah. And then that's what happens. And that's when uh, the guy takes over. And that dude, he he did a good job for that I'm little sure. scene he did. Not really a little scene. It's a big big deal. But I like Zendaya. It was like, here's the sword. You can die an honorable death. <laughs> Just like not even slither of hope on on the kid. Yeah. He was like, so he's a good fighter. I mean, that's so. how hard it is to live on that planet, though. Yeah, but like, was, that's how hard they are. But he was like, he's a good fighter. He'll kill you quickly. Oh yeah, so that's right. You don't yeah. have to worry about the guy that challenges <laughs> yeah. him. Yeah. He's like, what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, thanks. <laughs> well, how about that scene where uh, when they when as his mom's beating up the leader, he's mm-hmm. running away, escaping oh, yeah. up the hill, and he's got his little gun, gun out ready to shoot. Yeah. And she's sitting behind him the whole time. Like, like nothing. I wasn't going to let you hurt my friends. Yeah. And he's like, what the fuck? He's like, where'd like, you come from? Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, well, go down this way. You came up the hardest way. <laughs> the funniest thing. I thought it was cool. Yeah. And you'll see, uh, like, I know a lot of people are probably bitching about, well, what was the deal with her? She's barely in it. No, motherfucker. You don't know yet. Yeah. You just don't know yet. Just wait for part two. She's a big deal. That's what I'm waiting for. Big part two. deal. That she's a big deal in uh, Paul Trady's life. They just did it for publicity for you to go see it. Yeah. Zendaya's there, you know. Well, that's that's people hyping yeah. it for them fucking selves. Uh, but, uh, well, uh, I think we, we pretty much went through the whole movie. Yeah. Um, Skipped some parts here and there, but yeah, that's but for we you got to find the out. Big chunks. Yeah, I don't encourage intrigue people to watch it. It's worth a watch if you're, especially if you're a hardcore science fiction fan of any kind. Mm-hmm. You owe yourself to watch this. Yeah. It's such an original idea. Uh, sure. Oh, I wanted to bring this up earlier. It's a good time now. Um, Dune heavily influenced George Lucas and his Star Wars. Yeah, for sure. If you, I don't even have to tell you, right? You yeah. already you already know the what yeah, influence, things, yeah. the voice, the Jedi's voice, Tatooine, Dune. It, you know, it just there's a that same YouTuber I follow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He makes a good comparison video of the what Star Wars got from Dune. Yeah. Or you know, and George Lucas actually talks about 
openly mm-hmm. talks about that. I don't know which interview, but there's an interview where he talks about it. He's like, yeah, I was influenced by Dune heavily, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Okay. But it shows. I mean, once you know oh, what for Dune, sure. Dune is, and then you think of Star Wars, you go, oh, yeah. It's been like, damn near <laughs> every step of the way, he even got influenced by Dune. Like, yeah. big time. For sure. Even I the, think that's fascinating. Some of the storyline, for sure, fits Star Wars as well. It's very Luke Skywalker-ish, except for... Going to train in the desert with these people, you know, it's just like well, 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 I was gonna say the hero stories, not so much. (laughs) People will find out as it goes on. No, but it's cool. I'll just say that. But other than that, even Christopher Nolan praised it. Good. uh, I hope he helps out with the next one. Maybe. Yeah, this director, uh, Dillaview, or what's his name, Dillaview or something. I forget his name. He knocked it out of the park for me, man. I'm I'm ecstatic that he got the project because yeah. he he he's um what I've heard about him before the right before the movie came out is he's hardcore Dune fan. Oh, really? Like yeah, and he got the project. Like he's hardcore about it. Yeah, that's all I kept hearing. Even with leading uh, up to the release, even Hans Zimmer, because uh, the movie Tenet, mm-hmm. which was Christopher Nolan's. Yeah, him and Hans Zimmer have like a history with them working together and Huntimer declined Tenet to do Dune. Oh, that's the uh, music guy? Yeah, the composer. Yeah, that's right. You're telling me because he's busy working on Dune yeah. 2 already. And then he rejected the new movie that he's going to do I'm too about busy, World War man. 2 because he's doing Dune Part 2. Nolan's doing a World War 2 movie again? The one, the Dunkirk? nuclear bomb. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're, he's, he's doing an A-bomb movie. Yeah. Okay. So, Huntsman declined that one as well mm. to do Dune Part Two. Conflict of schedules. Yeah, I was like, that's oh, cool, oh. man. Oh. oh, that's when I knew Dune Two was coming out because Huntsman was already working on it. I, well, like, I knew oh. through the YouTuber <laughs> I follow and then just looking up on online, it was just confirmed like everywhere on. Every, oh, this was like a month YouTube. ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, this is like a few days ago. Like every YouTube <laughs> really. channel came out with their own video. Of, Dune Two is yeah. announced officially. <laughs> Right. Oh, that's pretty cool. So, with that being said, let's wrap it up. And um, what is your score? One through ten. Ten being the best. One through ten? Yes, sir. So far, knowing that it's coming from a book, going into a movie, and how they're taking it, I'll give it like a nine. For nine? sure. Oh, that's pretty solid. Nine. I thought you were going to say eight, eight 8.5. I'll go with a nine. Because yeah. they're really going, diving in from what I could tell. Like they're taking their time. Yeah, they're so. they're telling you the actual story, not you know some you know. McDonald's version, yeah. <laughs> some quick fast food version. So I'm okay I with fucking that. Fucking appreciate it. Um, mm, I'll, I'll give it a nine point five. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. that's good. That's like cool. it was damn near perfect for me. <laughs> so my score might change after I read the book. Oh, no, no, it's good. <laughs> yeah, I'll eventually read the book. I won't. Won't be anytime soon though. I got another book to finish. No, okay. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, pretty good scores. That's our Dune review. Go watch it, guys. Recommend it. Highly recommend. You want just a just a free, fresh, original take on sci-fi mm-hmm. in general? Dune is your is uh, your best give it a chance. Friend. Yeah, <laughs> give it a chance. For sure, it's a original, different take. It's not something yes. you've seen. And just, Anywhere else. And keep in mind, Star Wars was heavily influenced by <laughs> Dune, so that tells you anything. Yeah. But really cool. That. We'll leave it at that. All righty.
See you on the next one. Till next time.